Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Father Christmas and how fitting it is with six days to go until the big day. How are ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the pre-Christmas edition of Raw Radio 1-724-444-7044. Caller ID 138744-POUND. You can join us right now, ladies and gentlemen. We are here till 5 o'clock this afternoon. And joining us here in the shop this afternoon with a little rock and roll, of course, is the man himself, the human suplex machine from Front Row, Virginia, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Good, you're good. Good, and as am I, of course, I am your host of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jared Girolamo here on episode number 74. we got a lot to talk about this afternoon. We already gave you the number, the caller ID. We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. And as we begin this afternoon, of course, we got some big news to talk about, so let's dive into it right now as we begin the show here on this pre-Christmas edition of Raw Radio. Of course, early last week, ladies and gentlemen, we told you about Zack Ryder, Long Island IC of the Hype Brothers, if you will, who apparently, along with his partner Mojo Raleigh, won a tag team tournament, however, to see if they would go after the tag team champions of Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Well, Zack Ryder got some bad news over the week, however, and as a result, he will be out for a good amount of time, however, because he apparently had knee surgery on Friday. As a result, doctors have now said he could be out anywhere between six to nine months. John, this is a huge, huge blow for Zack Ryder. Obviously, indeed. And it, hurts, and it hurts their tag team title tournament hopes now, too. So this is the big question is this. With Mojo now taking up the slack, how was Zach Alpha six to nine months? Does this put American Alpha above them and go after the tag team titles? Or is there going to be a new team that could challenge maybe Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt? Mm, I don't know. 
Well, we're definitely going to be watching this very, very carefully. And, of course, our thoughts are with Long Island IC. Hopefully he's on the mend, however, and it is a bad break, no pun intended, of course. But we understand he could be getting out of the hospital tomorrow or Wednesday prior to Christmas, but he has got a long road ahead of him, Howard. He might not be back until the middle half of next summer, however, but we will be watching this very, very carefully. Another story we're following, ladies and gentlemen, is another tragedy in the world of Hollywood. The great Shaza Gabor, of course, this past weekend, of course, however, who was a big movie star over the years and television star, passed away in her sleep yesterday at the age of 99. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Gabor family and friends today. Uh, obviously, Zaza, I'm very much of a TV and movie pioneer. John, this is another heartbreaking uh, story to report, however, since we've lost so many people this past year, including last week with the great TV star Alan Thicke. Uh, being another one of them, too. But this has been a crazy year for a lot of celebrities. I agree. Indeed. Indeed. And and, and it's just so unfortunate. And like I said, our thoughts are with the Gabor family and friends today, as well as Alan Thicke's friends and family. Of course, we understand, I believe Alan Thicke was buried over the weekend, or he was supposed to be buried today in Los Angeles. Uh, We do not know any more details of Gabor's uh, funeral as of yet, but we will be keeping our uh, eyes and ears peeled on that as well. So, we will definitely be watching at one seven two four 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 seventy forty four call ID one three eight seven four four pound and you can join us right now. We're here till five o'clock this afternoon. We should be expecting a lot of people coming in the studio today, including the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, King N W O Gerard T Smith, Mr. W C W Chat Hinchon. Hopefully returning back to the air. Maybe we haven't had a confirmation yet, but we'll see if we can get her. Is our own Black Widow, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Dodds, and we'd like to say hello to her and to all of you people out there who are listening to us here this afternoon. Well, with that said, we've got some other news to discuss. Obviously, one of the other stories going on, of course, this past weekend, a lot going on in the world of the NFL. Of course, John's boys playing tomorrow, or excuse me, tonight against uh, Chad's boys, the Carolina Panthers there on Monday Night Football in the nation's capital. Of course, Skins keeping their playoff hopes alive. My Pittsburgh Steelers, on the other hand, had a dogfight on their hands, no pun intended, against the Cincinnati Bengals this past uh, Sunday. However, in Cincinnati, it was a dogfight all day. However, and in the end, the Steelers are now up by a full game on the Baltimore Ravens going into the Christmas Day showdown next Sunday in Pittsburgh, which, by the way, that will be kicking off at 4.30 this Sunday. So uh, definitely a lot of things heating up in the NFL. Of course, uh, a couple coaches also been given their pink slip this past week, including the Jacksonville Jaguars' Gus Bradley, whose team is 2-12 and and who was fired after yesterday afternoon, however, following the game in Houston as they lost to the Houston Texans there in the last uh, little bit, 21-20. And joining us now live on the line, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here he is now, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, another one of Santa's favorite helpers, if you will, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Fonzie, of course, welcome to episode 74. We are talking, of course, about a little bit about the NFL. We're talking about also Zach Ryder, Zaza Gabor, of course, and her passing over the weekend. Certainly a lot diving into, but another big story we're watching, of course, is what happened last night at WWE Roadblock. So we're going to get everyone's predictions and thoughts here about last night's show. So let's get into it right now and get everyone's thoughts. I know John and I had a chance to uh, see this in person. In fact, I saw this in person. John watched it, of course, at home on his network. And, of course, Fonzie was hearing the results from me earlier today. So let's get into our thoughts, guys, and have everyone's opinion here. Our first match was a pre-show warm-up matchup between Rusev and Big Cass. These two will go at it again Excuse me, tonight in Columbus, Ohio, if you will, the home of the Ohio State University Buckeyes, if you will. As a result, Rusev ended up winning by countout in four and a half minutes. John, to me, this match wasn't all that great, Heller. It was okay, but it wasn't a great warm-up match. What was your thoughts about the warm-up? Yeah, not really. 
And do you think it's time to end this feud once and for all with these guys? Because, I mean, I'm getting sick of seeing this whole storyline develop the last couple weeks. It just really just bores me to no end. What's your thoughts? Yes, it's going to happen. Yes. And, uh, Fonzie, if we'd like to hear your thoughts about the whole Rusev, Big Cass, and Zolana story. Uh, Lana's a little whore. Put it that way. She set up all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this is not going to be over yet. Not by the long shot. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. well, we'll see. I mean, they're fighting again tonight, obviously, in Columbus, and uh, we saw what happened last night in the pre-show, but uh, we'll see if this is the final chapter, if they're going to obviously uh, continue to sign even after Christmas, so we'll have to keep an eye on it. With that said, let's tell you what happened last night on the show. Our first match of the night was to the tag team titles, the New Day, of course, with a record of 484 going into the line. After what happened last Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Cesaro and Sheamus, of course, Cesaro definitely over with the Pittsburgh crowd last night. At the end of the night, the New Day, well, it wasn't a merry holiday season to kick off their week, however. As a result, Cesaro and Sheamus pulled off the upset by winning the tag team titles. John, we talked about this last Monday. We knew it was coming eventually, but we just didn't think it was going to come this quickly. Your thoughts about the New Day's reign finally going up in smoke? I agree. This was definitely the end. And could we see maybe a rematch possibly with these four again tonight, or do you think maybe now they're going to go on to bigger, better things referring to the New Day and Cesaro and Sheamus? Where do they go from here? Uh, I think they're going to go for a rematch. Well, they could. They very well could, and we could see that as early as tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, I think there's some teams right now that could challenge Cesaro and Sheamus, uh, possibly the club, maybe someone like the Revival, who, of course, we've talked about before, who could be coming up to the main roster. We'll definitely have to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about the New Day's rain going up in smoke last night? Hey, I didn't know that it's going to be this quickly. Well, but, uh, 484 days. I mean, we didn't. We thought it was gonna. They were gonna last until the end of the year, going into the new year. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case here. No, no. Yes. But uh, I think it'll be a rematch tonight. I think. Yes, I would think so too. I would definitely think so too. From there, yeah. guys, we go to our next match. Obviously, of course, was a interesting match, a 10-minute challenge, if you will, between Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, of course, trying to put down uh, Sami Zayn, the little giant killer, if you will, however, no pun intended. As a result, however, Sami lasted 10 full minutes in the end, survived Braun Strowman. John, I was surprised here. A lot of people, fans, weren't surprised here, but it seemed like there were crickets floating through around the arena. You could hear last night, and being there, I could tell you it was definitely sort of like cricket sounds going on. Sammy pulls off the upset, but again, however, this just was another match that I thought really did not impress me that much. What were your thoughts about Sammy beating Braun Strowman? You know, I was surprised. Yes, because Mick Foley showed up, if you remember here, late in the match, and a lot of people thought that Mick was not going to be back on TV, however, or here in Pittsburgh for the first time in a long time. I mean, obviously the last time Mick was here, of course, was, I believe, eons ago or earlier this summer. But yeah, King of the Ring. King of the or Ring, the right. Yeah, I think when he fought the Undertaker. That's right. I think that was the last time he was here prior to yeah. that. You're right. But you're right, Fonzie. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do with Sami Zayn. I mean, I've said for the last several weeks, how I mean, they just continue to waste this guy more and more. I don't know why they put him in the Cruiserweight Tournament. I thought they could have done something with him on the 205 Live Show. We'll talk about the Cruiserweights here eventually. But, I mean, right now it just seems like they're not doing anything with uh, both of these guys. He just continued to play Strowman as the big, bad monster giant. And, of course, Sammy saying the um, little, um, I wouldn't say 
chicken shit heel, but he's sort of like the guy who is uh, trying to poke the bear, supposedly, in my opinion. Um, Fonzie, what's your take about CME and Braun Strowman so far? Do you think this thing has got to end sooner or later? Hey, Braun Strowman wants a competition. He got it last night. But uh, Sami Zayn lasts for 10 minutes. Yeah. So that's good for Sami Zayn, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think anybody's going to beat Braun Strowman. He's no. a monster. He is, no doubt. He is. Hey. He's very big. He's very big, no doubt. He's like six six, three sixty five, three seventy. I mean, he he is a big, big hoss, no doubt about it. And yeah. uh, Sammy, I mean, got lucky last night, but we'll see if he continues that luck tonight. Obviously, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. You can join us right now. This is episode seventy four, of course, coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. We will look back at Roadblock as well as tonight's Raw, which of course is from Columbus, Ohio. Of course, SmackDown tomorrow night in Detroit, Rock City, Detroit, Michigan. Ryan Felipe, the star of Cruel Intentions, among other movies and TV shows, of course, is the special guest host there on SmackDown Live tomorrow night. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next Monday we will have our final Raw Radio episode 2016, and it's been a great year so far, guys. And, of course, it's going to be a very, very special episode number 75 on the show here next Monday. And, of course, we will definitely tell you more about that here before the day is out and let you know what's going on there. So definitely check us out here coming up next Monday. Of course, tomorrow night on Revolution, you can listen to us, 138055-POUND. Gerard, of course, and I will have your news for you. And then we will get to birthdays and dates from John. And, of course, we'll be recapping Raw as well as Sunday night show from Pittsburgh. Of course, it's going to be a very interesting show coming up there tomorrow night here on TalkShoe. All right, our next match, guys, a very interesting match, one of the feature matches of the evening. It was Seth Rollins, the architect, taking on everyone's favorite sparkle crotch, Chris Jericho, if you will. As a result, this goes 17 minutes and then some. Kevin Owens, of course, trying to help his buddy once again. And, well, it turned out to be, well, a little bit of a uh, not-so-good thing, if you will. The architect, once again, thinking ahead of the plan, however, supposedly. Chris Jericho goes down one, two, three here in 17 minutes. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. What were your thoughts about Rollins being Chris Jericho again last night? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins is a man. Mm-hmm. He said he was going to beat Chris Jericho. He did beat Chris Jericho. So uh, I think Chris Jericho and KO friendship is fun to finish. Yes. Move on. Okay. Yeah. KO, you suck. All right. He's been friends with you because he wants to get your title off of you. So I think it's going to set up a Royal Rumble, I think. KO and Y2J. Yes. Again. Uh, for the WWE title. Yes, certainly. Uh, universal title, I'm sorry. No, that's understandable. Yes, I would, yeah. I, I would have to agree there. I would definitely have to agree there, no doubt about it. Uh, John, let's get your take uh, on this whole matter. Excuse me, guys. Uh, but I was eating my pizza, but okay. Rollins and Jericho, that was a good match. Um, yeah, the... Playing backfiring on uh, Owens and Jericho, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, I would have to agree. I mean, like I said, obviously these guys have been going at quite a bit over the last several couple months. However, it's been a very intense view, no doubt about it. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, obviously, tonight. We'll talk about more about what happened there in just a little bit. Of course, uh, our next match, guys, was the Cruiserweight title matchup. But this time, however, it was interesting what happened after the match. Of course, Rich Swan, Brian Kendrick, and TJP, TJ Perkins, of course, went at it. went six minutes long. Rich Swan won. But what happened after was that Neville went full-blown heel, folks. Yes, folks, the man that gravity forgot, Adrian Neville, returned for the first time in a couple months. And boy, did he make an impact, Howard. And now the question is, where do they go from here with Neville after turning him heel? John, this, to me, surprised me a little bit. But overall, again, Again, the match, it just, it was okay, but again, it was something that they could have done so much more hype for, and instead they just didn't do much hype for it. What was your take about Neville turning heel, and overall, your thoughts about the match? I couldn't believe Neville turned heel. I mean, what was he doing? What was he thinking? Well, apparently, they haven't done much with him for a while. I guess they needed to do something with him, and I think that was... That was one of the ideas maybe they thought of, or maybe it was Neville thinking on his own. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But we're going to see if, uh, obviously, he takes on Rich Swan maybe tonight, however. Maybe this uh, in the next couple of weeks, however, obviously. However, we'll definitely uh, let you know about this for sure. Fonzie, uh, what's your take about Neville going full-blown heel and also about the match itself involving Rich Swan winning? Rich Swan? Yeah, the uh-huh. guy. Yeah, the Cruiserweight champion, yes. He's hilarious. Yeah, he, uh, he always has those dancing moves on him, no matter what. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I think, like what you said, yeah. uh, Noble came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to set up a triple threat match for tonight, I think. Yeah, it's very possible. It's, 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 yeah. it's very possible. I mean, I mean, Rich Swan, of course, the last few weeks since winning that title from uh, Brian Kendrick, of course, has been uh, okay so far as champion. I would like to see more cruiserweights, obviously, except for the same old suspects. I mean, I like to see more guys get opportunities like Tony Nese, however, uh, Davari. I mean, we've seen already. However, I like to see Noam Dar, uh, Grand Metallic, Lance Dorito, of course, from Mexico, and all these other places. However. And uh, they're getting their opportunities. But another guy who is possibly on his way back, and we talked about him last week, obviously, and I think, Fonzie, you were the one that mentioned him, uh, obviously, however, was the Japanese buzzsaw, Yoshihiro Tajiri. And I believe he's coming back into the uh, fold possibly early next uh, spring. So we'll definitely be watching him if he uh, makes an impact on the cruiserweight division. And we'd like to acknowledge now Guest 4 is now in the chat. Guest 4, welcome to the show, of course. Hopefully we will hear from you shortly. Uh, you got the Iceman, you got the Human Suplex Machine, you got, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, joining us here. Uh, uh, that being said, however, we would like to hear you call in today if you get a chance or anyone for calling in. We have given you the number, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here this afternoon on our show. But uh, getting back to the Cruiserweights, guys, I was a little surprised that Neville went heel, too. I really was. I think a lot of people were like, what's going on here? I thought he was going to do something to like maybe uh, possibly Kendrick or maybe even TJP. But to take them both out and also Swan, I think uh, he's tired of sitting off to the side. They haven't used him properly in a couple months. And I just think right now Neville turning heel is the right move. At least I hope it's the right move because they haven't done much with him for a while. So we're going to see if this works out or not. 
ladies and gentlemen, obviously. But in time, I think it's going to be interesting to see how much uh, longer they continue this whole 205 live thing. I said before, if they're smart, I know they do it every week before Raw. They tape it before the show airs on Tuesday night. But if they're smart, they should start putting it on before SmackDown or before Raw, however, live on the pre-show and then go into their main shows instead of waiting until after the show. You know, I think it makes more sense. So we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Okay, guys, up next, however, is one of the better matches of the night. This was the match I was really excited for going in. Sasha Banks and Charlotte, of course. This was an intense battle through and through. It went to sudden death. It ended up being tied at two. But five minutes in, however, Charlotte Flair gave uh, the boss a bloody nose. We understand. Excuse me. And as a result, however, at the end of the night, a figure eight later, however, sure enough, Charlotte Flair is back on top of the mound for the fourth time this year. I mean, to me, this was a good match, but a lousy ending. I don't know if Sasha was hurt with her nose or her leg. I mean, you could tell that she was really holding that knee carefully. John, I think you saw it as much as I did, and I know the ones you didn't see it. But they did show a picture of Sasha, apparently with a bloody nose, too. Uh, i got to ask you, I'm going to start with you this time there, John. What were your thoughts about the knee and leg injury, supposedly, of Sasha? And overall, what was your take on the match in general? Oh, I hope Sasha's okay, because... I think Charlotte is a dangerous woman to work with. Who <coughs> yes. was like Seth Rollins. Everyone says Seth Rollins did this thing, but not. He didn't do it. No. I agree. And and, I'm, I mean, I, mean, I and agree. And even though I don't like Charlotte, I have to give the devil its due. Yes, I would agree. And like I said, I mean, unfortunately, she did bust open... The boss, pretty good, however. I mean, we still haven't heard if Sasha will be cleared to fight tonight or if she's going to be out of action for a little while. Um, that being said, you're but, right. You have to give the devil her due. No doubt. Yes. But, J.D.? Yes. If, if they keep having these same same problems with Charlotte and Sasha turning the town back and forth, you know what I think all the Sasha should do? Mm-hmm. It's just saying, you know what? You know what, Charlotte? You know what? I've had yeah. a great time on Raw, but I'm tired of being screwed. But I'm tired of winning the women's title and tired of getting losing it back at the same time. So right. Oh, yes. Oh, I wow. think I should head to SmackDown. I would agree. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. She, she's done real well on Raw, but... Yeah, for her to continue to get hosed over time and time again, I agree. And last night, I mean, you saw more Sasha people chant than Charlotte in the arena. You could hear them. And I was there front row, and so there was a good bit of people in my section cheering for Sasha than they were Charlotte, except a few people behind me. But still, it's just I'm tired of Charlotte getting her way all the time. I mean, yes, I understand her father's a great Hall of Fame. We all know that. That's obvious. But how many times does she have to kiss management's backside to get her way? Sasha's only held it for a few weeks, and yet she continues to get hosed over time and time again. They're thinking, oh, she can't have a good lengthy run. Meanwhile, Charlotte, however, mind you, at the same time, however, mind you, uh, I don't know, but like I said, however, it just it does not make sense to me that they wait and do this sort of thing, however, with her, however, it's just, like I said, it's just... It's just ridiculous. To me, I think they got to do something else. Now the question is, where do they go from here? Do they Charlotte Bailey? Do they Charlotte and Nia Jax? I don't really know. We're going to have to obviously wait and see. Uh, Bonzi, what's your take of Charlotte in her match last night and the way she got the title back once again? Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious 
how these two women yep. fight every other week. Yep. Yeah. Pay per view. Charlotte is four four. Yeah. Uh, and the boss is zero and four. Yeah. So and uh, when she gets it back, she's four for four. Yep. And Charlotte is zero for four. Yep. So. Uh, if you look at the record, it, they're all even, four and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's too sad that they can get a rematch. Mm-hmm. But I think they should have a, a Royal Rumble, a Women's Royal Rumble, and make it the number one contender. Oh, yes, I would and, agree. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yep. Hopefully. Hopefully uh, the boss will get uh, a revenge, yeah. whatever, if mm-hmm. she wins the Battle Royal at the Royal Rumble. Certainly. But, it's, yeah, but at so, the same time, I, I mean, but everyone's thinking now you got Nia Jax, you got obviously, uh, like I said, Bailey, uh, some other people that could be worthy of the title. Obviously, they don't have much on Raw. I'll be surprised that Nikki Bella comes to Raw and challenge Charlotte. Yeah, she could come over there and show. That's that's true. She could, she could, or or if not her, someone like maybe even Becky Lynch, who's got her own agenda with Alexa. She might have to yeah. put off Alexa for a while and then go after her old uh, uh, NXT mate, if you will. That's true. Or they might even bring Paige back to the fold. You never know. But we're definitely yeah. going to be watching this very carefully, guys. Like I said, it was a good match, I thought. It just was a hokey ending. I think it's ridiculous, like I said, and that's my opinion. And I understand they should have made it a 60 uh, Iron Man They should have made it, right, I agree. But they went 30 with it. Again, it wasn't bad. Charlotte, of course, uh, one-up Sasha on this night. And like I said, I, we hate to give the devil her due because she deserved it, and she does deserve it, no doubt. But at the end of the night, how many times does she just have to pull it out by the skin of her teeth? And she really got lucky last night. There were a couple times I thought she had it lost, especially the final 10 seconds. I mean, Sasha was hanging on to the final five seconds. All she needed was just to hang on for three more seconds and end in a 2-1. But Charlotte somehow, with a less than a half a second to go, guys, pulled it out, tied it in overtime. They went into a sudden death, and then Charlotte from there just took advantage, and Sasha had nothing left in the tank. Although she fought a couple minutes, good solid couple minutes, it was Charlotte pretty much dominating that match from the get-go. And she did pretty much the whole match. I mean, Sasha did pretty well, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not selling Sasha short, but she did pretty well, too, for her uh, second Iron Woman match, because she had one with Bailey before. But on this night, I hate to say it, and again, the devil got her due on this one. It was Charlotte getting it and somehow pulling off a lucky victory. And I'm going to say it was lucky, because she definitely got a little bit of luck on her side once again, and she remains undefeated on pay-per-view. Speaking of undefeated, guys, let's go now to the main event of the evening. Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, 22 minutes and change they went, or excuse me, 23 minutes and change they went with us. 22, 23 minutes, sorry. Afterwards, we saw Seth Rollins and Roman lay out both Sparkle Crotch and KO on the powerbomb. I did not get to see this because I heard about it, but I saw the video of it this morning. Uh, Fonzie, I'll go to you first this time. What were your thoughts about the match of Roman somehow losing this match by DQ thanks to Jericho interfering and also the aftermath that happened? To me? No, Fonzie. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Like I said... They may make make a triple threat, or YGJ said, "Let me get your title, you little twerp." 
Yeah. <laughs> but it seemed like they uh, made, but they made, but it seemed like they made up afterward though. I mean, it seems like uh, everything was right with the world again as uh the two bromance brothers if you will. However, it just I don't know. It just, I did not understand that at all. It just it made me unsure, you know. It's just yeah. What can I say? <laughs> what are you, you, you going to do, however? Yeah. Uh, two little fags. <laughs> Yeah, well, what you, it was just a, it was a bad break, like I said. How it, yeah. I don't know, however. I don't know either. Well, let's John about it. <laughs> well, like I said, we'll see what happens tonight. Obviously, we're definitely gonna uh, definitely keep our uh, eyes and ears peeled on that, no doubt about it. Um, before I get your thoughts, John, I want to get your uh, rating on a scale of one to ten. What was your thoughts about the uh, overall uh, rating? Uh, there, uh, uh, I didn't watch it. I don't know. So uh, I got to agree with you, JB. Six and a half? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, it was interesting, no doubt about it. However, no question yeah. about it. Okay, uh, John, what was your take on this uh, match, what happened afterward, and the final rating, in your opinion? Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. I thought Jericho was going to cost Owens the title. I mean, he did the code breaker, I yes. will admit. Yes. But don't you think that Jericho and Owens really played us? I mean, yeah. Roman Reigns got played. Yes. And so did Seth Rollins, too. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And we knew, we knew that Jericho wasn't having problems. We knew yeah. They were teasing it, but... Yeah, nothing made of it, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So overall, I'm glad my man KO is still the champ. Yes, but for how much longer is he gonna remain champ? That is the question. How long longer is he gonna re- gonna remain the champ? If you ask me, I don't see it happening until maybe the I'd say till the Rumble, mind you. However, and uh, that's what I think. But John, what's well, your take on a scale of one to ten? Uh, six out of ten. So you're going with me and Fonzie as well. Uh, what are we going to say now, Fonzie? You were about to say something. KO uh, is kissing Triple H's ass. That's why it's going to be long bit. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I hopefully Triple H will answer the, the well, see, call by uh, Rollins last week. Past two weeks, he's been calling out Triple H. Yeah. But, uh, We'll see if the Triple H shows up tonight. <laughs> well, I thought Triple H was going to show up last night. You know, see, I thought he was going to play a part in the Jericho Rollins match. See, that's what really how I caught my eye. I thought that was going to be the big thing last night. I thought he was going to show up unexpectedly. Yeah. It did not happen, mind you, but I, I do think he is coming back. It's just a matter of time when, though. I mean, a lot of people keep yeah. saying, however, when, however. That's the main right. when. But he could happen tonight, like you said. We'll see. All right, yeah. guys, so there you go. You have our, our thoughts for the uh, roadblock end-of-the-line pay-per-view, but we're not at the end of the line yet of today's show. No, no, no. We're just getting started. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID, one three eight ten four four pounds And you can talk to us right now, of course, here until 5 o'clock. It's going to be a very exciting show. Hopefully we will be expecting more people here throughout the afternoon, including King NWO, George T. Smith, of course, along with the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds. And, of course, hopefully Mr. WCW U.S., Chad Hinshaw joining us on the line. 
Um, with that said, we're now going to turn to birthdays and dates from the last couple of days. However, mind you, as John will tell us, however, mind you, however, what's going on. But we have an update on the football game this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is right now Tulsa leading 13-3 in the second quarter at the Miami Beach Bowl there down at Marlins Stadium. So those of you who are following college football in the bowl season and you have a bowl pool going, however, it is Central Michigan leading by 10, three minutes into the second quarter right now. Or excuse me, they're trailing by 10 against Tulsa. I thought they were winning. Tulsa is up 10 right now. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, definitely uh, keep an eye on this, however, mind you. Uh, we will definitely be watching that very carefully throughout the afternoon, and we will keep you up to date on the poll. So, anyway, John will now tell us about birthdays and dates, so John, go right ahead. And when I come back, however, we'll talk about one other thing about football-related, which is, of course, the University of Minnesota story. I'm sure you guys heard all about that over the weekend. They decided to reinstate those 10 players. And, in fact, I read today, however, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but there was talk at one point, believe it, yeah, toss up 10 early in the second, but there was talk, however, that basically that the coach almost was going to get fired, believe it or not, if he allowed those players to play in the bowl game, believe it or not, coming up later this week. After what happened, as the report says, that 10 players apparently sexually assaulted a few women there in Minnesota, and it turned out to be a very ugly story and has become quite an ugly story in more ways than one this weekend. We'll definitely uh, maybe share upon that before the end of the day. But that being said, let's now go to birthdays and dates from Saturday till today. So, John, go right ahead. What do we got today? Okay, 110 years ago today in Kansas City, Missouri, this was Saturday. Frank Dodge beat Fred Beale to win the American Heavyweight Championship for the third time. Hmm. Interesting. 37 years ago today in New York City, Bob Backlund beat Bobby Duncan in a Texas death match to win the vacated WWE Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 1995, WWE presented In Your House 5 Seasons Beat. Yes, and that was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. There you go. Okay, go on. Okay. Uh, 16 years ago, 17 years ago today, in the ECW on CNN, taping in Nashville, Tennessee, Masaka Tanaka beat Mike Awesome to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, I've watched that match many times. On the Mike Awesome uh, Masato Tanaka DVD from our video with my good friend Mr. Uh, Rob Feinstein. Great DVD. 16 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade from the MCI Center in Washington, D.C. Huh. 65, 96 were in attendance with just 50,000 homes watching on pay per view. Hmm. Interesting. Um. The Insiders beat the perfect event to win the WCW World Tag Team title. Yes. All right, let's see. Ten years ago today, WWE presented Armageddon from the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia. And Richmond's not far from you, I believe, is it, John? About an hour and a half away? Nope. Yep, and it's right near Palmyra, the home of the Black Widow, Michelle Lindod's uh, of course, and uh, Richmond over the years has hosted many great events there at the Legendary Coliseum. We had some crazy matches for Armageddon. Hmm. 2006. All right. We had an Inferno match between Kane and MVP. Yes. Yeah. Kane. Good. 
with Kane Sorry. defeating MVP. This was the last Inferno match contested in WWE until SummerSlam in 2013, which featured Kane and Bray Wyatt. That's right. Yeah, it took them. It was a long time before they got that back up and running again. Yes. <laughs> Paul London and Brian Kendrick beat William Regal and Dave Taylor, Eminem, and the Hardys in a fatal four-way ladder match to retain the WWE Tag Team Championship. And there was some history in that match too. I remember, if you guys remember, that was the match that Eminem. I think it was Mercury broke his nose in that match. Remember? Yeah. He, and he required. Yes. More than 30 stitches. Oof, yikes. And he had to wear a protective mask. Yeah, he had to wear that for a couple months, I remember, mind you. Yeah, and The Undertaker beat Mr. Kennedy in a last ride match. Hmm. Four years ago today, WWE presented the 2012 Slammy Awards on a special edition of Raw from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. And that show also featured the main roster debut of Big E Langston in the main event. And also the uh, formation of, well, could have been one of the power couples, but didn't happen. Hmm. AJ Lee and Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it's a happy 41st, well, the superstar of the year went to John Cena. The newcomer of the year went to Ryback. The tell me I did not just see that moment of the year was Kofi Kingston. The comeback of the year was Jerry Lawler. And the match of the year was Undertaker versus Triple H. Three at WrestleMania Hell in a Cell. Yes, and like you said, to talk about comeback, uh, the big story obviously was the comeback one, obviously, because you talk about a guy who was really battling health issues, especially after what happened earlier in that year. After that fatal heart attack, of course, it was Jerry the King Lawler. Happy 41st birthday for Nicholas Dinsmore, known as Eugene. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go to Sunday. What do we got? All right. 21, no, 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 no. 41 years ago today, Giant Baba won the All Japan Pro Wrestling Open Championship Tournament. He bested the 20-man field with 11 points, being Abdul the Butcher and Dory Funk Jr. by a single point. Hmm. 21 years ago today, Deborah Machili, of course we all know, who is Medusa, yes. returned to WCW television at fresh off from being fired by the WWE in an effort to cut their loss. In fact, yeah, she talked about that with JBL last week on the network, how she got let go. It's funny, she got she was supposed to be originally at the In Your House Season beating show, I remember, that Sunday, prior to that, or that, 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 that I think, yeah, it was that Sunday in Hershey, and then I think either she told JBL, I think it was Vince, or J.J. Dillon called her into the office, I think, that week, however, I think after television, maybe it was either Wednesday or Thursday, a few days before the show, and I uh, was given her pink slip right then and there. Medusa also brought a gift with her. Yes, it was. The WWE Women's Championship belt. Mm-hmm, that's right. But it didn't, and she dropped in a trash can, but it didn't stay in the garbage forever. No, it's not. Yeah, and she returned to the WWE in the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, and it took a while for the fans to forgive her after that, because for a long time, Vince and the management were not very happy of her little, uh, well, let's just say Christmas gift, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, 21 years ago today, on a raw taping from Newark, Delaware, yes. Diesel defeated King Mabel in just eight seconds. Huh, go figure. <laughs> that would be Mabel's final raw appearance. He was nearly fired for injuring WWE champion Diesel when he did a sit-down splash onto his lower back during their bout at SummerSlam. That's right, yes, I do recall that. In just five days after the Raw match airs, he got thrown in the casket again by The Undertaker. That's right, I forgot about that, yep. He would be gone from the WWE, though, after he was the third man eliminated in the 1996 Royal Rumble match. Right, yes. Hmm. Sixteen years ago today on Raw's War from Greenville, South Carolina... The Rock and The Undertaker beat Edge and Christian to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Hmm. And I know this is not, they haven't said that either, but I think that was the night that Mick Foley was fired as commissioner. It was, yeah, because if you remember, because Hunter and Stephanie gave him their Christmas, and it was a week later they went to Miami, and that that was when the boycott of Raw, I think it was, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't Hunter and Stephanie. It was Vince and Stephanie. Yeah, but then... It was 2000. Yeah, yeah, but then I thought it was Hunter and Stephanie because I thought they took a stand against Mick Foley, however, unless that was the end of 99. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. That was the end of 99, yeah. Uh, Twelve years ago today, WWE taped Christmas in Baghdad. Yes. Mm. WWE presented Armageddon 11 years ago today. And one of the best matches at Armageddon was has to be the Undertaker and Randy Orton inside Hell in a Cell. Yes. One of the great matches of all time. JD, you there? I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. And also, also one of the shocking moments in WWE history. Well, not so shocking. Was mm-hmm. Tim White. Was in the uh, was in his bar with Josh Matthews, and mm-hmm. Tim didn't have much to say. I mean, Josh tried to talk to him about the Hell in a Cell oh, match he on. had between Triple H and Chris Jericho, and guess what? He committed. He allegedly shot himself in the foot. Who's this? Tim White. Who? Tim White. Oh, yeah, that's right, the Tim White vignettes. Okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, if you, and folks, wrestling folks, don't forget to look at the Tim White vignettes on YouTube. Yeah, some of them were a little out there, though. I mean, they were a little not so TVPG, if you ask me, at the time. Yeah. Oh, man, and I'll, so let's go with some birthdays right here. All right. Here we go. 39th birthday to the Messiah. Yes. Happy 46th birthday to Rob Van Dam. Mr. Monday Night, one of my favorites of all time. Always has been a fan, fan, fan of my Happy 41st birthday to Gerard's favorite diva, Aunt 
Trish Stratus. Yes, happy birthday to the lovely, beautiful Trish Stratus. And, and I've saved the best for last. Yes. Happy 52nd birthday to Stone Cold Steve Austin. How old, Steve? 52 years old. 50? Wow. 50 years old to the Texas Rally. No, 52. 52. 52. And, you Trish, and you said Trish was, what, 41 as of yesterday? Yes. So she's about a, she's a year older than me in three, by three days, so that's not bad. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, I like it. I don't mind that. All right. <laughs> All right, let's go to today. Do any of the Monday night, do any of the Raw Radio viewers mind if I do a little bit of history on Stone Cold? Uh, well, not too long, because Gerard wants to get on and get his thoughts in as far as the pay-per-view goes. And I'm going to get into our main thing of the day, the big non-stories of the year that made us uh, not happy about wrestling this year. But do about about a couple, about two or three minutes. Don't go overboard. Just go about two or three minutes. And then when, uh, you know just, what, you know what, you know what, I'll just... Hold on. I'll just think of some, hold off on it. Okay. And what do we got for today? Okay. Alright. Uh what do we got as far as today goes? Anything? Alright. If my phone if my computer and while John's doing that, let's uh, give you a quick reminder, John, while you're doing that, I'm going to give out a quick plug here. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you, however, uh, we will definitely uh, mind you. Uh, this Wednesday night, we got a triple stack for you, however. Uh, beginning at 6.30 this Wednesday night, we will talk about the Star Wars movie. We'll talk about uh, some of the other things in entertainment, non-entertainment. One four one three eight seven with Outside the Rose. Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, and I will be on the air with you. Then at 8 o'clock, Gerard and I will have another spirited debate, hopefully with the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course. Our next to last debate of the year, the caller ID is one three nine nine two five pound And, of course, Revolution, we'll talk about SmackDown, Raw, and whatever else is under the sun this coming Wednesday at 9 p.m. on Revolution 138055 pounds. So 6:30, of course, the fun begins this Wednesday night with Outside the Ropes 141387, followed by the debate 139925 pound, and of course 138055 pound will be Revolution as we'll be talking about SmackDown from Tuesday night, and this will be a very interesting Christmas edition of SmackDown tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that'll be airing. Of course, we will be talking about this Wednesday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget. Of course, this Thursday, Wolfpack will be back on the air. Of course, at 9 p.m. The caller ID is one three eight five two one pound. And of course, this Friday we'll wrap up uh, our early Christmas vacation, if you will, with a very special edition of Revolution. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound is the caller ID as well on that. Of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are also going to tell you that tomorrow night we will have a very special holiday edition of Revisited. The caller ID is one three nine nine two six pound, and that'll be getting underway at 7 p.m. as Doc Brown and Marty McFly will be taking you into their time machine and telling you what event we will be having on the docket this week. So definitely check us out all week. The only days that we will not be on this week, however, will be Christmas Eve, I think, unless we do a very special edition of Christmas Eve here on TalkShoe. But we will be back on the air next Monday for our final episode of Raw Radio. And let me tell you right now, before I continue on and John gets into today's birthdays and whatnot, I just want to say to everyone, hopefully it's a, hopefully we all have a wonderful and safe, happy holiday week. However, be careful out there. If you're traveling, if you're on the 
whether it be a plane, a boat, a car, it doesn't really matter. Just be safe out there and be advised of the weather. But also I'd like to wish happy holidays to all my colleagues as well as everyone else here on the radio network, including Mr. WCW Chad Hinshard, Gerard Smith, as well King NWO, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the last kicker, and we reckon about Kendrick Lowdown Smith and the rest of our panelists. It has been a great year for all of us here on Raw Radio. We've had a lot of great and some unusual moments this year, but it's been a great year nevertheless. And, of course, we'll talk more about those moments with some of the best moments of the year coming up next week here on Raw Radio. Or, excuse me, Raw Radio. Sorry, I was mumbling there. Anyway, John's going to get our birthdays and dates in for today, so we'll do that right now when we uh, get done with that. Hopefully the king will be joining us here on the line. So, John, go right ahead. All right, 39 years ago today in New York City, Mill Masteris beats WWE heavyweight champion superstar Billy Graham via referee stoppage due to excessive blood loss. Yes, that was a great match. I watched that match not too long ago. It was a good match, actually. 18 years ago today in Philadelphia, Sabu defeated Taz to win the FTW championship. Yep, I remember that. Uh... 17 years ago today, WCW presented Starcade with, with 145,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. And that show is most remembered for a Goldberg kick that gave Bret Hart a concussion that would lead to the end of his career a few months later. That's right. Yes, I do recall that. 15 years ago today, in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. the hometown of the nature boy, Ric Flair. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was 16 years ago, 2000. Edge and Christian beat The Rock and The Undertaker to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see. Come on, I got it. I know I had it. I know I had it. Kid Oh, gee, oh, gee, put her ass asleep. <laughs> nice lyrics there, yes. there, Fonzie. Yes. What's that? Said, I think nice lyrics. Is that what you said, John? Yeah, nice lyrics there, Nice lyrics, Fonzie. he was saying. Nice lyrics. Like, he thought you were singing out of some tune, tunage there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. Six years ago today, WWE presented TLC Table Ladders and Chairs from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Edge defeated Kane, Rey Mysterio, and Alberto Del Rio in a fatal four-way tables, ladders, and chairs match to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. Four years ago today, THQ officially filed for bankruptcy. What's that? What filed for bankruptcy? THQ. Oh, yes. That's right. I do call that now. Yes. And today would have been the 55th birthday of Reginald Howard White, or simply Reggie White. Yes, one of the greatest defensemen of all time, of course, playing with the Philadelphia yes, Eagles and Green Bay Packers and the University of Tennessee. Just died seven days right after his birthday on December 26, 2004. All right, is that it? Yes, that's it. All right, thank you, man. 
Uh, very much there, John. Of course, one seven. Sorry about that. Hold on a second. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, there, John. Of course, we will talk more about that here in more ways than one one seven two four. 444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND. And we are expecting here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW, hopefully Chad Hinshaw, but we're also expecting King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, who will give us his thoughts here, ladies and gentlemen, as far as last night's show. We're also going to talk about the year in review, ladies and gentlemen, that was not so great, however, in the world of wrestling. Of course, everyone's going to have a chance to do their top five here here in just a few moments. Of course, we're also following very carefully the big football game this afternoon that is ongoing right now at Miami Beach between the University of Tulsa and Central Michigan University. Last we saw, Tulsa was up 10, and I'm getting an update on that game right now, so just bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. It is still actually 13-3, to so there you go, ladies and gentlemen, midway through the second quarter, so there you go, however. Okay, and however, we are definitely uh, exp- we're we will definitely be expecting the King here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, some things that we will discuss, however, as we are waiting for the King, however, obviously, is what everyone's got planned for Christmas. I know what I'm doing for Christmas. I'm going to my uncle's for Christmas Day. My uh, one cousin's obviously going to the Steeler game, obviously, against Baltimore. Uh, John, what do you got planned for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Uh, not too much. Yes. I know you already mentioned that you have a very special, however... Mind you, however, uh, you said, uh, like I said, however, uh, but like I said, however, you said, like I said, however, we heard that you got something planned for uh, Saturday or Sunday, however, about uh, your thoughts of uh, what has been a very interesting year, however, mind you, and you got that planned. Uh, like I said, I'm going to my cousin's. Uh, place in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, obviously, this uh, Saturday night, and uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it is just going to be a very fun time. Fonzie, what do you got planned for Christmas and Christmas uh, Day? Uh, Christmas Eve, uh, my aunt and my uncle went down to Texas. Oh, nice. Uh, Houston to visit their daughter. Oh, okay. Not doing too good. Ooh, well, uh, we'll definitely be saying our prayers for them this holiday. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, so Christmas Eve, we're gonna be home. My dad's gonna cook, mm-hmm. uh, eat seven kinds of fishes. Yes, the famous Italian, <laughs> the famous Italian seven fishes of Christmas. We do that yeah. Christmas Eve. And and, uh, I think we're doing, I think we're doing roast on Christmas Day. I think roast or uh, ham. I'm not sure what we're doing yet, though. Yeah, and uh, Christmas Day, uh, going to breakfast of uh, breakfast brunch over my friend's house. Very nice. Up in the street, and I come home, watch the Steelers beat the fucking Ravens. Yes. <laughs> which the Ravens should have lost yesterday. Yeah, I know. And the uh, fucking one. Eagles had to go for two, like yep. a goof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like a stupid ass. So mm-hmm. let's win. Uh, let's go for a win. It's only four seconds. Yeah, uh, you don't do that shit. Okay. So, uh... We're going to win, and we're going to – Santa Claus is going to be here. Yes. <laughs> and and Santa Claus is calling for good weather, I think, too, actually. I heard he's calling for yeah, pretty good weather. Yeah, 41 or something yeah, like 41 that. Yeah, 41 to 44. It's going to be in the mid-40s by game time on Sunday afternoon. It should yeah, be nice. Uh, then but, he's uh, on his way to deliver all the presents to the little kids. Yes. 
He's going to he's going to give one especially however to Baltimore Mr. Harbaugh and Mr. Flacco however and that's the form yeah. of Mr. Harrison and Mr. Le'Veon Bell. I think yeah. he's going to hopefully ring the bells however supposedly on Sunday. I mean like I, I said they will. I hope so. It's going to be, it's going to be a great game. It really is. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the week. I mean obviously we've got some interesting games on Saturday of course on Christmas Eve. I think John yeah. your boys are playing this Saturday if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, they are. They're playing. Yeah, they're yeah, playing. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, uh, the only two games. Yeah, they play tonight too. Yeah, they play tonight too. Carolina. Yeah, they, they, it's a crazy week. Yeah. against Carolina. Right, uh, and then, thir- and then uh, Thursday we got a real good game on Thursday. There, guys, it's going to be the Giants in Philly. So we got some. Yeah. That's going to be an entertaining game on Thursday. But uh, yeah, Saturday or Sundays you mentioned. Yeah, we got some very interesting. Uh, very interesting weather, to say the least. However, mind you, in fact, uh, like we said, of course, uh, we've got Casey and Denver coming up on uh, Sunday night, of course, uh, the Sunday night game of the week, which will be a very entertaining ball game. And then next Monday, it will be Dallas in Detroit, however, mind you. That's going to be a good game right there, yeah, too. Next, next Monday night, yes, I agree. Yeah. And, of course, uh, next and of course next week, bowl season heats up even more, folks. Uh, for you college fans out there, like Fonzie and myself, our Pitt Panthers will be playing the Northwestern Wildcats there at Yankee Stadium. That's going to be a very fun game. A week from Wednesday at 2 o'clock, that will be a very interesting game. Tickets are still available there in New York for you fans of the Pitt Panther alumni chapter and Northwestern fans. Uh, but uh, we obviously got some bowl games coming up, of course. We had the bowl game today. We have a couple ones tomorrow. This weekend we had some interesting bowl games. I'm looking at the weather now, guys. Mm. Upcoming, however. In fact, I'm going to take a look right now. Uh, they're calling for at least semi-decent tomorrow, near 40, as well as Wednesday. So that's a good sign. But I'm looking ahead, guys, uh, to the weather upcoming for the week. However, last I saw earlier this afternoon, it was supposed to be 41 to 43, maybe 44 Christmas Eve. I think it's still going to be like that. It could be. Let's take a look here. I'll tell you right now what it's going to be like here. It is going to be, yes, 44 with a chance of rain and about 45, 50 Christmas Day. So those of you who are looking for good weather, and I'll tell you what, you're looking at good weather upcoming. You're going to like this too, Fonzie. Uh, next Thursday, 53, 42 on Friday, New Year's Eve, 36, 37 on New Year's Day, 37. So the weather's not going to be too bad for most of the week. I mean, starting from uh, Wednesday, but uh, Friday through uh, next Monday, at least, guys, at least, here in Pittsburgh, it looks pretty good. John, I think it'll probably be nice in your neck of the woods, too, I would imagine, for Christmas. So that's good. No heavy big snow like uh, they've gone down out there in the Midwest in Chicago and in Green Bay and all those places. And they're freezing out there. I know for a fact. Uh, yesterday, I mean, some of the weather out there was like 15, 20, 25 below zero. I mean, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was minus three at Chicago yesterday. Yeah, right. But... Uh, Anyway, guys, uh, we'll talk more about that in time. Uh, we're going to talk now a little bit while we're waiting still for Gerard, and hopefully Gerard will join us here shortly. We can get into it, uh, wait till Gerard, and we'll discuss it with Gerard when he comes on too, obviously. It's some of the stories that this year, well, did not make us happy in the world of wrestling. I mean, we're going to list our top five non-wrestling very fun stories of the year. I already can name a couple of them, but we'll uh, uh, throw it around the table. Of course, everyone's going to have to pick one after the other, and then, of course, we'll uh, kick uh, debate it. So uh, right now, I'm going to go with my number five moment of the year. My fifth least favorite moment of the year would have to be Ryback leaving the WWE. The way he walked out of the company and the way he told people, 
the way his actions were, I think, was totally uncalled for and unprofessional. I think that was one of my not favorite moments of the year. He could have stayed and worked it out, Howard, with management. Instead, Howard, with him just heading out and doing his own thing and then kind of bashing the WWE shortly thereafter was totally a cowardice act, in my opinion. So to me, I would have to say Ryback leaving the WWE, in my opinion, was my number five not-so-favorite moment of the year. Uh, John, what was your number five moment of the year? Uh, the number five would have to be uh, number five. I guess would have to be... Um, I guess would have to be... Hmm. Would be... I'm thinking, I'm thinking. What is that noise in the background? Oh, that's the WWE Network. Oh, what is that? What's that from? Tribute to the Troops. Oh, from last week. Okay, cool. Excellent. Excellent. We can hear that. That's awesome. I was wondering what that was. I missed some of that last week, so at least we have some uh, good news to hear in the background there. Okay, excellent. Continue then. Number five was... Okay, number five was China's death. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's a good one. Okay. Such, such a sad tragedy right there. And yes. I remember going on talking about it on Wolfpack. Yes. And we've talked and we've talked about China before and I'm gonna ask you and I know you said yes to this and uh I'm gonna ask Fonzie this question now as well. Very good moment there, uh, very heartbreaking to talk about that moment, no question about it, however. Uh Fonzie, I have to ask you, do we see China go into the WWE Hall of Fame maybe possibly uh, this year, in your opinion, after what went down? Yeah. I would have to agree there. I would have to agree yeah. there, no question about it. John, I needed to ask you, because I already got your opinion many times over about this, and I think you would agree. She is definitely worthy. So, yeah, I think she has to go in, uh, no doubt about it this year. I mean, if she doesn't, shame on WWE. I really do think so. I know for a fact Triple H talked about it last week in an interview, and he says that they are still debating on that, how or whether or not she should go in. But I think she should go in. I, I mean, really, in my opinion, I think she should go in, no doubt about it. All right, uh, Fonzie, what was your number five moment that really did not make you happy this year in the world of wrestling, in your opinion? I didn't have to say China. China as well? Yeah. Okay, good moment there. Good moment there, okay. All right, uh, let's go now to number four. My number four moment has to be... I would say, however, my moment number four, this one was a tough one to decide. But you know what, however, I want to say, however, we've talked about the women before, guys. And as much as I think the WWE Divas are getting their exposure right now, especially like the Saucers and the Charlottes and the Baileys and the Beckys of the world, the whole hot potato thing with the Divas title, you know, on Raw. I mean, back and forth, back and forth, they've been trading back and forth. Howard, it's time to start giving other people an opportunity. Yes, we've seen Charlotte and Sasha do this really well. Don't get me wrong. They've done very well with this whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. But for them to continue to play hot potato with this belt, especially the way that's been going the last two or three months, Howard, I mean, it's nice and fine, but it's time to start giving other people an opportunity. I mean, I understand they're still trying to groom Bailey. They're still trying to groom Nia Jax. They're trying to give people like Alicia Fox a chance. And they're not doing much with anyone else. So I would have to say, in my opinion, that would be, however, mind you, that is my uh, thoughts about number four. Uh, John, what about you? What was your number four? Yeah, I have to say the same thing, too. Okay, okay. 
And while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder for you people in the Texas area, we do have some news about WWE NXT. You might want to stay tuned to that. We're going to talk about that here right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, NXT will be doing shows, ladies and gentlemen, in Houston and in Dallas right before San Antonio, the Friday and Thursday before the San Antonio show that will be coming up on Saturday, January 28th. Tickets go on sale this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, in the Houston and Dallas area at 10 in the morning. So those of you in the Houston-Dallas area, however, check it out. How our NXT will be coming to your neck of the woods however, right before TakeOver in San Antonio however, in the Dallas and Houston area. So we could be seeing big names like Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, Asuka, Shinsei Nakamura, The Revival, uh, Ty Dillinger, Ember Moon, uh, a bunch of big names, however. So you definitely want to check that out, however, coming up, however, in more ways than one. Uh, with that being said, Fonzie, what is your number four moment of the year? Uh, trying to think. Uh, there were so many, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. That's not I gotta say, Triple H gave uh, the KO helped KO to win WWE Universal. Yes, the one after the week after the World uh, SummerSlam. Yes, I think a lot of people might have to agree with you on that. I mean, it's been very interesting. I mean, no question about it. I would have to somewhat agree with you on that. Yeah, it was very interesting to see him happen to do that, especially a week after Finn Balor had that unfortunate injury at SummerSlam. Due to Seth Rollins, however, as a result, he needed knee surgery and has been out recovering ever since. Now, there's been talk that Bauer might be coming back, guys, at the Rumble, believe it or not, even though some people think he might not be ready until WrestleMania, but that would be interesting to see. Uh, Very interesting moment there. Obviously, Triple H, of course, as you mentioned, did help uh, KO win the Universal title layout. Seth Rollins, we've talked about these two guys referring to Hunter and Seth uh, maybe going at it at the Rumble or maybe at WrestleMania this year. We'll have to wait and see how that goes down. Uh, very good moment there. Very interesting moment you bring up there. So, uh, all yeah. right, that is number four. Very good moment there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you. Uh, okay, let us go to next to number three. Number three, we will go to John. John, what is your third moment of the year? All right, my number three would have to be Goldberg beating Brock Lesnar. Yeah, this one was a good moment here again, too, you bring up. I mean, everyone thought that we were going to see a good 10, 15, maybe 20-minute classic, however, between these two, however, after hearing so much hype and everything like that, however. And instead, however, they absolutely took a steaming pile of crap over it, no pun intended, if you will. And as a result, however, they only went a minute and a half with this match, and it kind of really... uh, Never lived up to the high power at the Survivor Series back in November, however. I would have to agree there. Very good moment there from uh, you. Uh, no question about it. Uh, Fonzie, what would you say to uh, John's number three? I like it. And let us hear what you have to say as far as number three. Do you have a number three on your list? Yes, I do. All right, go right it's ahead. It's the return of Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac returning, however, and facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah, this one I would kind of agree with a little bit. I mean, here's a guy who's been out of the sport for a long time, however, and he comes back unexpectedly, and he challenges, however, mind you, 
the dead man of all people, how in front of the biggest crowd Actually, ever. he was not challenged. His dad was. Oh, yes. Put him in the match. Yes, Vince put him in the match. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I I would have to agree a little bit, mind you. I mean, it was interesting to see how our, uh, mind you, how our. Uh, let's see where your number three is. My number three is a good one. I mean, this is kind of an interesting one. I mean, I'm going to say the match, however, this is kind of my opinion, however, I would have to say number three would be maybe the um, leaving of a couple other guys who left the company earlier this year, however. This is my this is tied for third, however. Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow leaving WWE. Cody Rhodes had something going for him for a while with the whole Stardust thing, how it's understandable, and a lot of people liked it, a lot of people didn't like it. But Damian Sandow doing the whole uh, Miz Dow, uh, Macho Man Sandow thing was pretty good, however, for a while. And then all of a sudden, they just kind of took a steaming pile of crap all over both of them. They decided to get out while they could. I mean, using them right. Uh, I'll be right back, guys. I'll continue that conversation in just a minute. I'll be right back. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. ID numbers one three seven four four pound. Press one. Talk to us on on anything. We'll be we will be expecting more guests here on the here on the docket. As Gerard would always say, but like we said, we are expecting more guests on the docket. And joining us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, just in time as I return to the line, is Cam Noon's favorite superstar, if you will, huh? the man from Trinity, North Carolina. He is the man himself from WCWS, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? Um, well, at first I thought I was uh, I was coming into a, a dry gulch, but apparently... <laughs> nope. <laughs> Let me the tea. Well, we was going to get your thoughts, Howard, and Gerard should be on his way momentarily, however. Uh, your thoughts last night, however, I'm sure you read the results earlier today, however, about uh, Roblox, the end of the line. John, myself, and Fonzie gave uh, pretty above-average reviews. I gave it a six, six and a half out of ten. John and them agreed with me. What was your take about last night's show, if you had a chance to read anything? And give us your opinion. Okay. Uh, well, let me tell you something. I actually went back and saw a few clips of this. Uh, uh, believe it or not, you had quite a few surprises in this, believe it or not. Uh, yes. But, uh, but uh, uh, we did talk about this on our prediction show yesterday afternoon, myself, uh, Bard, and also uh, Blackwood as a fact, Michelle, and her son Caleb came on as well. Uh, 
you know, we talked about this and all that. Believe it or not, there was a lot of surprises as to who, as to as to what would happen with all this. Uh, uh, a lot of factors did play, did come into play. Uh, a lot of stuff that we actually said once again, you know, did did happen. I mean, kind of surprising. Oh, hell, the king! And joining us now, here he is now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, as we were expecting him to, is the king himself, the leader of the Charlotte uh, Flair dude. Army, ladies and gentlemen, the host of Top Heel Inc. and also TNA Main Event, ladies and gentlemen. He is one half of the terrific trio that makes up the wrestling debate and the leader of WCW Revolution, the co-leader, if you will. Joining Mr. WCW as well is himself, the king himself, as he just proclaimed himself, and he is the king, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? We're doing good. Chad just got on the line. You're on the line now, along with Fonzie and myself. We were just talking about Roadblock last night, and Chad was going to give us his thoughts about Roadblock, and I want to hear your thoughts as well. And also, I have a couple questions about some matches I'm going to get your take on, because John, me, and uh, Fonzie gave us our predictions. I'm going to get your takes on these matches, too. So we'll hear Chad's thoughts, and then we'll go to your thoughts before we get into the matches itself. So, Chad, please continue. Uh, But overall, I mean... uh Gerard, I mean, Gerard, like I said, uh, and I got to mention it to you as well, my man. Me, and you called a lot. Me, and you, and Michelle and Caleb called a lot of these matches. I mean, I mean, for some odd reason, we we for we for some odd reason here, <laughs> the last several pay per views have been able to call half of these matches right exactly the the. What happened? Yep. I mean, exactly. I mean, do you want to know about that or, or, or not? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I called, uh, I called the Jericho thing. Uh, I think it was last night or one night I, I called it. Say that uh, I said to you, I think it was, yeah, it was. Last, last week. Or, oh, okay. Uh, I said Jericho was uh, playing. Uh, it was all a scam and he was going to be his friend again. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I even caught the, uh, the fallout. Yeah. Uh, first after the match between Jericho and Rollins. Mm-hmm. Rollins came on there and he said, you know, this is just the first step. I got Jericho out of the way. You know, next I'm going to go after KO and that belt and then I'm going to go after Triple H. You know, I mean, I mean, he kept, he kept saying that over and over. I mean, I mean, you could tell that he was, Rollins was very intense last night. In yes. his matchup, uh, was I surprised about the women's title match the way it ended up? No, I was. I was not. Uh, Gerard, you and Michelle called that right down the middle there. Uh, were you, Gerard? I, I got to even ask. Got to ask Gerard this. I know you're going to get his opinion, but I've got to ask Gerard this question. Yes, Gerard, we, we, we you did call it exactly that. Charlotte did pull off the win, and he, she regained the women's belt. Did you expect that to go into overtime? I thought they would have did one and one, and then the second one would have won it. That's what I thought they were going to do. But what, what ended up happening, a la WrestleMania 12, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. That's what that I thought, exactly too. Happened. Yeah. That's so exactly I. what happened. I mean, that's exactly what happened with that. The uh, Braun and Sami Zayn match, I think we were all surprised about that one. That one threw me off, man. Yeah. It did threw me off, too. I mean, how he how he lasted that long with someone that size? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, I like to I like someone to tell me how in the world that happened. 
he I mean, beat the Dawson out of He all. did, he did, and, and it was so quiet in the arena, you could hear a pin drop in that arena last night for them, too. Literally. But, right, because I mean, J.D., of course, you were there, but I've I got to mention this one. Sure. I've got to mention this. This is probably, in some fans' minds, they're probably they're going to talk about this tonight. Yeah. You've got to believe the tag titles. Yeah, I was just I was I was just gonna bring that up to both of you. Actually, what was your take about the New Day dropping the belts last night? Shocking, absolutely, completely shocking. Yes, I mean, I mean, I mean keep in mind, JD, you, John, and Ann mm-hmm. last Thursday called it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, everybody else, we were all very optimistic yesterday. I mean, Gerard would agree with you with me on that. We, excuse me, we were all optimistic that the new day was somehow it was going to keep it again, like yep. they always have been. But what I think happened here, and, I mean, everyone can agree or disagree with this. Sure. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. But mm-hmm. here, here's my here's my take. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of when the Panthers went into the Super Bowl. Yes. They were on a go- – they, go- they were going – They were on a high. They were on a big-time high because they had won all these games. Yep. And I said, okay, we, we can't be – we're accepting the one now, okay? Yeah, yep. they lost one along the way. But they went almost pretty, mostly undefeated throughout the whole season. And when they get to the Super Bowl, what happens? They fall apart. Mm-hmm. Speaking now of what fall- happens with the New Day. Yeah. Here's what happens with the New Day. Yep. The New Day, you know, just what was it, this past week wrestled – what, two tag team title matches? Yep, yes. And what happens there? You know, they, they, they tie demolition, and then they surpass demolition in the same night. Yep. So they're on this high. Mm-hmm. They're on this blame high. Okay, 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 we're, okay then we're, we're going to be good here. We're, we're, we're going to be we're gonna be sharp as a tag. They find out Wednesday, Cesaro and Sheamus gets by three other teams and pulls off the, and pulls off the win. And gets a shot at roadblock against him for the belts. Okay, okay, well, we, we've taken him on before. This is nothing. We can take him on again. And that's no problem. But what happens? Yeah, you're right. They were on. They were on a glorified high, guys. You yep. can't do that. No, you can't. You you're right. Focus. You're 100 percent right. They were not right. focused. They were not right. focused, man. I mean, yeah. crying out loud. Yep. I mean, well, talk, talk about shocks and surprises. Let me ask you both this question. You pick up a good point, Chad. Let's talk about the cruiserweights. And, uh, we discuss, uh, we've discussed this many, many times on all the shows, including this one, with all of us. Last night we saw Rich Swan win. Did you guys see Neville coming a mile away, turning heel? Because I did not see this coming. This was the one thing that really kind of threw me for a curveball. It, it did. It did to me. As well, I think uh, Gerard. I'm, we talked about this last. Me and you talked about this last night after you told me what happened. Were you yeah, I was in uh, Chad play by play, and yeah. I told Chad I mentioned this a long time ago. I don't know if anybody remembers. I said that Neville should go to the cruiserweight division. Right, you did, you did, and I remember you said it because I, I, I think John and I were the first to hear you say that, and I remember I agreed with you. And I, I like him heel. Oh, I think I think it's, awesome I, think it's I think it's a smart move. They had to. They've been done nothing with him for four or five months. It's about time to change up the character, and I think this gives him that start. At least I hope it gives him that start to get that edge again because he needs to get back into uh, yeah, that cruiserweight division. I'll be right back. Okay, no problem. But uh, go ahead, George. Continue on what you were saying. Now I know you were saying no, but uh, you're right, and he needed this. He needed this tremendously last night. And I, I thought before I seen him on Superstars or something. He was growing a big beard, and I'm like, 
Yeah. Well, this is turn him heel? Like, usually when you have a big beard, well, it doesn't. Yeah. doesn't. Sometimes it does sure. that, but not always, I guess. Well, one match you did get right, and John and I and Fonty, and I think maybe Chet off to give you the devil his due here, obviously is Mr. Rusev Crush. But this continues to be. Well, I wouldn't say one of the better stories, sort of like a hokey one. You just said Russo, J.D. I did say Russo. I know I said Russo. But he did beat Cass last night. Obviously, he gets credit for Satower. But how much more can they drag this out? I mean, we've seen enough of this the last couple weeks. Where can they go from here now involving Enzo and Cass and Russo and Law? I mean, after tonight, where do they go from here heading into the new year, in your opinion? they got to go back to the tag team. Why are they splitting them up? I think it's stupid. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. I would 100% agree with you there. No doubt about it. Yes, I would definitely agree. And there has been talk, I know, about splitting those two up. I can't see that happening because, I mean, if you put Enzo in a single thing, however, then it's just it's going to bury him. He's going to be getting, I hate to say it, sort of like the um, Axel treatment, the Bo Dallas treatment. You know, they'll probably start crapping all over him, and then next thing you know, he'll be back in NXT in singles competition or just not doing anything and not getting over like he is already with Big Cass at all. Chad, have you returned? Okay, Chad's not returned. Okay, well... In the meantime, while Chad is, before Chad gets back on the line, Gerard, we already did our five through three. We want to hear your top three moments so far that were not so great this year, in your opinion, however, because we uh, definitely had some interesting opinions as far as uh, the three not-so-great moments of the year so far. And we were getting ready to two and one, but we're going to get yours now. What are your uh, five through three moments that really did not make you uh, happy this year in the world of wrestling, in your opinion? Uh can't remember what I said the other night. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Wade Barrett leaving. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mentioned I mentioned Ms. Dow and uh, Ms. Dow and Cody. So that was mine. That's a good one there for Wade Barrett. Okay. Um. I think uh, Ryback he left on a sour note. Yep, I mentioned that. That was my that was my number five there on my list. Yep. Uh, the whole Page and Alberto Del Rio thing. Yes, yes, and that that was one of the moments I was going to pick too. But I I I I, to, I, I was going to think about that. That was going to be one of my next few moments. But I I still have two more moments to discuss. But yeah, you you got some good moments there. No question about it. No question about it. There are very good moments there. Uh, Chad, have you returned to the line? Okay, Chad's not returned to the line. Okay. Um. Obviously, however, uh, some other stuff going on in the world of wrestling. Uh, one of the things I mentioned earlier on the Newswire today, and that was discussed at the start of the show, I don't know if you heard it or not, Gerard, apparently Zack Ryder found out how long he will be out now, and it could be anywhere between six to nine months. Your thoughts about this uh, news about wow. Long Island? That's yeah, this, is a, this is a big break. Cramp. Yeah, it is. Especially going to maybe push him, too, a little bit. Well, that leads me to wonder whether they're going to go with the whole tag team tournament thing now because if uh, Mojo is going to go on his own, however, without Ryan, it looks like that's the case, however, do you have a team jump over them like American Alpha get back in the picture, however, suddenly and go after the belts of uh, Orton and White, or do they have someone else like maybe 
uh, jump over both of these teams, like uh, a new team or maybe an old team coming over from SmackDown or Raw, basically, that could challenge for these belts. I mean, where do they go from here? I think you give it to American Alpha. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. I think these guys have uh, knocked on their opportunity yet. I think starting off in the new year, I think they would make sense to uh, definitely uh, go after the gold. I think they're, they're worthy of going after the gold, no question about it. Chad, have you returned with us? Okay, Chad's still not with us, though. No problem, no problem. But, yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. I mean, they need something because right now the SmackDown Tag Division, other than Slater and Rhino, other than the Hype Bros, other than American Alpha, they really don't have many teams left, you know. I mean, obviously. Oh, the Usos got injured. So they're, yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, the Usos are getting hurt really kind of may have hurt their chances of going back after the gold right. And now, like we mentioned, the only other team that really could um, – Maybe benefit, however, depending on if they go after Cesaro and Sheamus and challenge them for those gold straps, obviously, is our boys Gallows and Anderson, and I don't know what they're going to do with them. I mean, That's I've, what I was thinking, too. When they won it last night, I was thinking, now maybe the club can do it because they uh, I thought they were on the same page, but in the ring, I guess, Cesaro yeah. and Sheamus are. But uh, I don't know if anybody watched the after like, mm-hmm. After whatever, I heard was. about it. I missed it, but I heard about it though. Yes. Yeah, they were they were still ripping on each other, and and Seamus says, "Well, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't. We wouldn't have won it because I took the pin." And then Cesaro said, "Well, if I didn't do the fake tag, mm-hmm. you we wouldn't have won." And they're still going on, and so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just hope Gallows because usually. Usually now this is uh, could be different this time, but uh, usually right. when you have those mix-up tag teams, they don't last very long. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly, no question Before about we it. We had like uh, John Cena or uh, HBK or some of the other weird combinations. Right. They didn't last very long. Well, C9 knows due back in a couple weeks, obviously, Howler, and of course that'll be the night a week from what, uh, tomorrow in Chicago, of course, when uh, Dolph Ziggler takes on the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, there. And that'll be interesting to see what happens, obviously, in Chicago. Chicago, of course, not a very popular choice for Mr. Cena. Cena's always not been received very well in Chicago. Uh, next Monday, of course, Raw will be in Chicago as well. Um, that being said, however, as far as Dolph and AJ goes, I'm going to get your take, and I'm going to get everyone's take before Chad gets back on. What is your take of Dolph taking on AJ for the belt next Monday, or Tuesday night in your opinion, and can he pull off the upset and, uh, and 2016 in a big way by taking AJ's belt? I mean, let's get your take on this, Gerard. Uh, I'd say no. Uh, John, what AJ's, do you think, Dolph and AJ? AJ's on a too big of a run to take him for him now. Yeah. John, what about you? Does Dolph uh, leave Chicago with AJ's belt, or does like, AJ still uh, become the champ that runs the camp, the place that runs the place, in your opinion, for the time being? Does he stay on top? I agree with Gerard on that one. All right. And Fonzie, what about you? Does Dolph uh, find a way to steal the show here, or does uh, AJ continue to be on top of the ladder still? When is this? Next, next week? Yeah, next Tuesday night. Pat, John Cena's going to come in through... AJ Styles. Hmm. So you think John's going to help Dolph? So you think he's going to help Dolph win? Okay. Not a chance, Fonzie. Not we'll a see. chance. Well, you know what? We'll see, guys. We'll see. Uh, one of the funnier things, however, and hopefully uh, we'll ch- try again. Uh, uh, Chad, if you returned with us at all. 
Okay, not yet. Um, well, one of the funnier things, this is one of the funny uh, maybe sports uh, videos of the year, and I want to thank Fonzie for this, however, is uh, the funny video, and I'm sure if anyone saw SportsCenter, they saw this video last night. This was actually one of the funnier stories of the year. Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys running back, jumping into a kettle of the Salvation Army. Gerard, did you get a chance to see this at all? No, I didn't. It's pretty funny. Last night, after he scored a touchdown in the Tampa game, and Fonzie was the one who told me this this morning, and I got a chance to watch this earlier, he hasn't been fined or anything or suspended, which is pretty cool. Uh, he decided to have a little fun and Christmas magic in his own way however, by running over to like a big-sized kettle that had Salvation Army on it, and he decided to just jump in it, literally, and hide down it, <laughs> squatting, like a little kid playing hide-and-go-seek. It was pretty funny, actually. I, I got a big chuckle out of it. I mean, it was worth watching. And if you guys get a chance to find it on YouTube somewhere, definitely check it out. It, it was it was pretty amusing, to say the least. It really was. And speaking of football now, ladies and gentlemen, we have an update on that Tulsa Central Michigan game now. It is now 27-3 at the half in Miami. So apparently the Golden Hurricanes of Tulsa, it looks like they're going to spin their way to an easy victory here unless Central Michigan comes back in the second half, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely want to check that out. However, coming up uh, here later on today, of course, tomorrow, we've got some interesting bowl games tomorrow um, as we look ahead to this week's uh, activity, including bowl games in Hawaii, uh, Boca Raton, Florida, and uh, some other good ones, of course, coming up. In fact, I believe there's about three or four of them coming up tomorrow, including the infamous Holiday Bowl between the University of Minnesota and Washington State. Of course, Minnesota in the news this week because of the sexual assault matter of 10 football players who originally were uh, charged, however, mind you, with that, however. And as a result, however, they... uh, have now been told that they will be allowed to play in the bowl game, however. And apparently their coach, however, said how originally that they weren't going to be playing whatsoever. Uh, I'm looking right here at the bowls. Actually, here's the bowls look schedule right now. I'm looking at it right now. My mistake. Uh, tomorrow night, we got the Boca Raton Bowl, Memphis and Western Kentucky. we got the BYU-Wyoming in the credit, uh, County Credit Union Ponsetta Bowl in San Diego this Wednesday night. And, of course, Thursday night, however, we got everyone's favorite, favorite, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl before we got a very interesting triple header for you on Friday, starting off with a great one in the Bahamas and ending it in Mobile, Alabama. So, bowl week is upon us, guys. The real games that uh, really matter, obviously, are early next week, of course. Some great ones there. And, of course, the following week as well, ladies and gentlemen, involving uh, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and, of course, the big Rose Bowl game in Pasadena. Um... Let's go now to our number two moments of the year that really kind of did not make us uh, happy, shall we say, in the year 2016. And I'm going to turn it over once again to Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, as he gives us our number two moment of the year. Gerard, what was your number two moment that did not, well, let's just say, make you happy this year? Uh, Seeing Roman Reigns win... Three championships, like a wow, world title, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I thought it was too many um, at one time, like, like because it was, like flipped back and forth, like he won it and then lost it and then won it and then. 
Yes, and Wayman, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the line for the first time in a long while is the Black Widow returning, Santa's favorite, Mrs. Claus herself. I did not see until just now. She is back with us for the first time in a while, and we are very happy she could join us here on this rare occasion here. It is none other than the M to the L to the D, the first woman of women's revolution, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard's uh, sister, if you will, and all of our favorite people favorite people like this person, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome her back to the line, ladies and gentlemen, none other than Michelle Lindotz. Michelle, welcome back to episode number 74 of Raw Radio. We are happy to have you home with us again. Well, hello. Well, hello to you, too. We got Gerard on. Your brother, Chad, is going to be joining us hopefully back on the line in a few minutes. We got Fonzie and we got John. Uh, Hopefully you are having a wonderful holiday early week, however. Uh, we were talking about Roadblock as well, however, as well as the moments that did not make you smile the year. But before we get to uh, everyone else's number two, we got to ask you first off your thoughts about last night's Roadblock. Um, it was an okay show. It, uh, it wasn't that great. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, I thought the the best matches of the night was Owens and Reigns and. Mm. Sasha and Charlotte and yes. Owen, I mean, uh, shit, Rollins and uh, Jericho. Mm-hmm, certainly, certainly. And uh, speaking of Charlotte and Sasha, uh, we saw what happened at the tail end of that show, of course, uh, Charlotte getting the belt for the fourth time, however. Uh, I know uh, in the past you have taken apart uh, Charlotte, but lately you have defended her a little bit, too, at the same time. Would you say right now, however... At this point, Heller, I mean, it is the end of the line, obviously, with these two for a while. Where do they go from here, i got to ask you, involving these two, in your opinion? Well, um, to be honest, I'm a little sick of Sasha Banks, honestly. Mm? Um, yeah, um, because in my eyes, when you compare athleticism and, you know, not only, like, family bloodline and shit, on the line in this. Right. Charlotte is obviously the more talented performer. Yes, I would agree. Yes, definitely. She's mm-hmm. a stronger competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, I mean, she showed that she can go 30 minutes. Yes. And she was like a bulldog. I mean, yes, she, she was, was like a rabid animal. Like, she meant business last night. Yes, she did. Yes, she and, did. And, you know, she's really starting to impress me a lot, like, as a female athlete. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Uh, Chad, if you were t- we'll see if Chad's on the line, back with us. Chad, are you back with us now? Yes. Okay. Well, you just got in time. Michelle is on the line right now, just in time. So we were just going over last night's roadblock. Uh, Michelle, one thing that Chad discussed, obviously, before you came on the line, and at the same time Gerard came on the line, was the whole New Day rain going up in smoke. John and I and Ann were the only ones that took... The not, we did not take the New Day. What was your thoughts about the New Day's reign ending last night, in your opinion? Um, it sucked because I like Cesaro, but I don't like Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sheamus is a tough competitor. The thing is, is that they need to turn that tag team face. Right now, them being heel, half heel, half face is not working. It's not going over with the crowd. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's right. why they're not accepting it. And if Sheamus would stop being an ass and, you know, and especially how he grabbed the titles at the end and took off, I thought that showed a little bit of poor sportsmanship on his part 
thinking yes. that he was the only one that won that match for them both, and it wasn't. It was a tag. It was a tag team thing. And as far as the New Day, they had a long run at it. Do I see them getting those titles back? Yes. But I'm gonna tell you who's gonna be the next tag team. So tag team title holders of those is gonna be Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Yeah. It very well could be. You're right. And I talked about one of the teams that obviously your boy, your boy's hype, the hype bro, Zach and uh, Mojo are going to be out of uh, competition for a while, especially Zach. Apparently he says he'll be out four to six months due to a knee injury that he suffered at the hands last week, however, and that's unfortunate, however. But i got to ask you something about the cruiserweights now, too, before we get into more discussion, however. What were your thoughts, however, about Neville going heel last night, and where do you think they go from here with the cruiserweight division? Um, I think that was a perfect, perfect, perfect move on their part. Yes. Neville has always been the face. Mm-hmm. He's always been the good guy. He's always, you know. And now, guess what? He's tired of being pissed on and not being utilized right. And That's why I said too. Yep. Because he is a hell of a cruiserweight. You know, he's champion material. Yes. And you know, he he he's not. Uh, he's tired of not having his time to shine. Right, and I think it was a brilliant part on WWE's move to to make him heal, I, and I think he's I think he's a lot stronger since he's come back, and mm-hmm. he's gonna get that belt. He's gonna get that belt. Yes, another guy who I think will get his opportunity, and barring when he gets back, how obviously another thing that could be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, is Austin Aries. I think Austin Aries could get a big opportunity too, mind you. Um. Uh, Austin Aries, to me, is more heavyweight championship material than cruiserweight. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Well, looking at the ratings real quick here, guys, I just want to give you guys an update on Raw. However, last week's rating, however, was a 1.95 rating compared to 2.1 the week before. So there you go, folks. That was last week's rating. We just got in the ratings 1.95. Um, let's talk now about, uh, we were talking about the top five moments of the year that really did not, well, let's just say make you happy this year. So, Michelle, if you want to weigh in with your thoughts, too, we'd love to hear from you already. Uh, we have already gone through five, Gerard's gone his three in. Uh, Chad, I think, Chad, how many did you do so far? Uh, when did you do this? Just now, before you came, as you were coming on the line, we were starting it. You uh, you uh, had to take a call. You had to step out. Remember for a couple of minutes. I, I stepped out. Mm-hmm. I didn't really. We were. I was still talking about the pay per view. Okay, so well let's 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 get back to Chad talking about that for a minute. So Gerard already waited his three in. Then we'll hear Chad's three, and then we'll go to yours, Michelle. So go ahead, Chad. Uh, finish mm-hmm. up with your thoughts on the pay per view, and then we'll go to your thoughts of the uh, top five least favorite moments of the year. But we'll start with five through three with you guys, and then everyone will go two and one, respectively, with their least favorite moments of the year. So, go ahead, Chad. Please continue on the paper, and then we'll get Michelle's uh, thoughts on the top three, five through three, least favorite moments of the year, as well as you. Okay. So, you want me to talk about the pay-per-view or talk about the moments? The pay-per-view, and then you can finish up your pay-per-view thoughts, and then we'll go into uh, five through three, least favorite moments for you, and then Michelle's as well, and then everyone will do two and one. Each, all of us will kick it around two and one with our second and not-so-great moment of the year as well. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, overall, you got you got to think about it, like I said, roadblock. I mean, I mean, I mean, very big-time shockers here, uh, to say the least. Uh, like I said before, I mean, the women's, uh, the women's title Iron Woman match, uh, I think everyone pretty much called it. Uh, was uh, of course uh, was my own was in everyone's opinion in my own opinion 
a uh, <clears throat> uh, was probably was was the most watched uh, was probably the most watched uh, match of probably of all of all the paper of of all the overall of all the pay per view. Uh, where of course we as I mentioned before, I had to leave temporarily. Uh, it was a la WrestleMania 12 from uh, you know from the time that Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels went through 60 minutes, and they didn't they didn't of course get a a one single solitary fall in that, but then of course they uh, of course in this matter Sasha and Charlotte ties it and they had to go into overtime and Charlotte ends up pulling off the win here three to two, uh, but otherwise I mean this was. Uh, uh, big time moment. I mean, I said the women's division is moving is moving forward the way it should, and I'm glad to see I'm glad to see that it has. Uh, but uh, as for the other matches, uh, you know, the Universal Title match was great. Uh, KO, uh, I mean, uh, Jericho and Rollins was 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 uh, unique. Yes. The tag team title match was still the most shocking moment. Of the whole pay per view, of course, a lot of people were not expecting of the new day to go into this. But it's like I said before, and everyone likes to complete agreement here. Thing is, the new day went into this thinking that they were unstoppable and they were unbeatable and they could not be stopped. And apparently, they had that thought stuck in their minds, and they just did not. They just did not let let off of one single solitary second, and it cost them. Big time, and Cesaro and Sheamus are now standing right now, and they will be going into tonight's Raw as the new tag team champions. Yes. So, I mean, so I mean, eventually, you know, the new damn sure will get another opportunity because I'm sure they've earned it a thousand times over. But I mean, the number of times, the amount of time they have held the belt. But uh, but as to of course, if they'll if they'll if they'll gain that uh, length of time again, I mean, who knows? Yes. We'll just have to wait and see on that. But the red, the overall roadblock was a, was a great pay per view. I would give it, I'll give it a seven. Mhm. Okay. Michelle, yeah. on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate the pay per view? Um. Hmm. I'd have to say five. Hmm. I said about John and I and and uh, Fonzie gave it a six, six and a quarter of the rating. Huh? So that, those were our thoughts as far as the show goes. Uh, so we'll definitely uh, we, we thank you very much, guys. Uh, and before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have some breaking news coming in right now from Germany. Apparently, this is what I just found out according to Yahoo News. Apparently, there was a very serious uh, crash earlier tonight in Germany. We understand just a little while ago. We understand, according to reports, that uh, there was a truck crash at a market in Berlin. And as of now, the reports say that the driver of the truck has been arrested, but apparently 10 people have been reported dead and 50 or so, maybe more, are injured at the moment. We will continue to update you with this story as our thoughts and prayers with those people tonight in Germany. So unfortunately, another very serious heartbreak ordeal there in Germany earlier tonight. Um, oh, my God. Always, there's, always, there's always something in this in this country. Yes, there is, John. No doubt about it. Um, with that said, but folks, on a personal note, Michelle, glad to see you back, babe. 
Yes, John's well, happy to have you back. Yes, we all we all are. I mean, we have missed you, Michelle. Believe me, it's not been the same without you. And we are very, very glad you have returned back with us here today. Oh, and y'all missed the widow's web. That's yes, awesome. we have. We have. I mean, we we've missed. I know Fonzie has. I mean, Fonzie's been telling me about. But John and I more so. I mean, we've missed uh, you uh, shooting from the hip and pulling no punches. And I think Chad can vouch for that too. All of us yes. have been uh, missing you, Michelle. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Oh. Okay, um, as we continue on now, we're going to go on to the top, again, five least favorite moments of the year. And with that said, we are now going to hear from Chad's uh, five through three list, as well as Michelle's, and hopefully King NWO will be returning to the line as he has decided to step out for a few minutes. Hopefully he will be returning to the line here relatively shortly. So with that said now, let us go now to Chad with his moments, five through three, as far as his least favorite moments of the year. Chad, what was your least five through three moments of the year? Uh, three mo- uh, least favorite uh, Hmm. Well, there was, there was a, there's, a, there's some, there's some, of course, with the good, you always got to have the bad. Uh, let me see. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say, no, 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 well, my least favorite moment, I would have to say, even though I enjoyed the match, I didn't like the fact that it didn't that it didn't last very long. And then, of course, I'm referring to Goldberg and Lesnar at Survivor Series. Yes, you uh, kind of uh, almost agreed that. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that I didn't the fact that it didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my first. That, that's my that'd be number five for me. Number four. Uh, um. Let me see. Uh, well, I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me on this. Probably a little bit higher in the ranking, but number four overall for me, I think I can just say two words. I think everyone would definitely agree. James Ellsworth. Yes, that's in, that's in one of my top two of the year, without question. I would have to yeah, say. Well, that's yeah. my number. That, that's my number four in this case. Mm-hmm. And number yeah, three, I agree. Number, yes, and number three. Uh, Oh, oh man. Um, um, 
I think we lost him earlier this year, but I number, my number three would have to be um, the loss of Mr. Fuji. Yes. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yes, that's a good moment yes, there. I like a, that. That's there's, my, there's my three right there. Yes, uh, we got, like you said, a uh, very good man show, Mr. Fuji, no doubt about it. I agree there, no doubt about it. Good moment there, very good moment there. Okay, uh, very good moments here, guys. Everyone's got some good moments here. Michelle, let's hear your moments from five through three. What were your least uh, five through three moments of the year? All right, I'm going to say. Finn Balor having to be stripped of the title due to injury. Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess I could say the same thing about Seth, because really he just came back kind of. Yeah. This year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Number three would be. Ah. Okay, who's singing? What's that? Who's singing? I think, Fonzie, you're singing, right? Yeah, that was me, I'm sorry. It was Fonzie singing. Sorry, Michelle. Um, number three... Oh, jeez, that's really tough. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Damn, I can't think. Um, uh, oh, I, I, would, I would have to say Brie Bell is retirement. Okay, okay, that's good, that's good, okay. All right, guys, uh, everyone's got some good moments so far, and now we go to our last two moments of the year, however, as uh, we will kick it around here, and uh, we will definitely give you our thoughts. My number two moment of the year that really made me cringe this year was what Chad just said a few moments ago about James Ellsworth, which was going to be number one for me, but to me that's my second least fair moment of the year. The guy's a pipsqueak. The guy's a little runt. I don't know why they keep holding on to him. It just doesn't make sense if you ask me. And as far as my number one least favorite moment of the year, however, I know Michelle might hate me for saying, really, might really want to kick my tail for saying this remark, but I'm going to do it anyway. The whole total nonstop deletion thing from last weekend. I mean, they were trying to mock the Hardy thing, and I was going to get your thoughts on this too, Michelle, here in a second. I want to hear your thoughts on this, obviously. But I just think last week, what they did last week, I heard that was one of the worst events of the year. They brought so many old name, school names like Hornswoggle. Oh, Road come Road on, Road. Janie. It was good. Well, I mean... It reminded me a little bit of the Wyatts. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, if Matt Hardy and his brother Nero want to challenge the Wyatts, however, and they are saying that they do want to challenge the Wyatts, however, then show up at the Rumble in January and confront the Wyatts there. I think the production value of TNA, however, I mean, it's trying to get improved. I understand that. And they are trying to get things settled. But I think right now the whole TNA Dixie Carter-Billy Corgan fight, however, that lasted for a good while, kind of took the starch out of it a little bit. So hopefully going into the new year, they can wipe the slate clean and start off a new year with the bank. So to me, those were my number two and one moments of the year. Michelle, uh, what was your number two and one? Are we doing any, like, TNA? All TNA, WWE, anything related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
That goes for um, everyone, too. Number two, I, I would have to say, is Eddie Edwards winning the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, was not a big fan of that moment. Yeah. Um, number one, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar's suspension. Yes, and of course he just got, as we know, last week suspended for one year from USC and fined over half a million dollars. So there you go. Good moments there, uh, Michelle, as well as yours truly here. Uh, Chad, let's go to you next. What was your number two and one moments of the year? Uh, I don't know. Just talking about Lee's favorites here. Uh, let me see. Well, I mentioned this now. I mentioned these two guys before, and I'm gonna mention them again. My number two was the fact that they did all, that. They um, of course released WWE 2K17. Is a commercial was involving Goldberg. But for some odd reason, they put Brock Lesnar on the cover. Yes. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's that's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Keep in mind that what all that led up to was, of course, a one and a half minute match at Survivor Series. Yes. So, but, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but nonetheless, I mean, nonetheless, it would just didn't make sense to me that that, that Goldberg would be you know, would be the secret character in this game, yet for some odd reason they put Brock Lesnar on the cover. I mean, right. they didn't do that with some of the others, like with, uh, uh, I don't think they did it with Sting, I don't think they did it with Warrior, I don't think they did it with some of the other guys, that, that oh, Strong Cold. Sure. Memory, so, I mean, it just didn't make any sense. That's just my personal opinion. Yes, I'm uh, But uh, my number one would have to be, um, least favorite. Uh, mm. let me Just so many blame moments, so, so many great moments there. You can't, you can't really, you can't really. Uh, uh, well, well, of course, and I had to, I have to keep bringing his name up one more time. And JD, I think you brought up brought up one one day last week, and I guess I have to bring this up now. Sure. So I'm just recognizing a lot of the most recent stuff. Uh, would obviously have to be Brock being suspended by the UFC. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's all the ones I can come to mind here. Um, But uh, nonetheless, there was a whole bunch, don't get me wrong, there's still a bunch of them that I didn't particularly care about, but but nonetheless, I mean, uh, uh, there was uh, some, the the more I didn't, it was more like I was shocked Rather than mm. one that I didn't like, but uh, oh, yeah. but nonetheless, I mean that's that kind of fits in the same category. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so. certainly, no question about it. Okay, uh, very good there, John. What was your number two and one on your list? All right, well, my number two would have to be. Um... <laughs> Stop it, Chad! Stop it! <laughs> All right, number two would have to be 
Number number two would have to be, um, let's see. Hmm. Yeah, James Ellsworth. Yes. <sighs> number one. Yes. Rock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Rock Lesnar MMA. Yes. Suspension and that's pretty much all I have. All right. Very good. Very good there. All right. And uh, Fonzie, we'll go to you for the last two. What are your final two? Uh, number two has to be... Uh, number two has to be uh, Brock Lesnar uh, suspended for UFC fight. Yep. yep. Uh, number one has to be the little... Or a little uh, tired, what JBL always says. Yes. A little tired. James Ellsworth. Uh, J- yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty much that's the it, I think. Yeah. Yes. Oh, definitely. Well, you guys all picked good moments, and we were expecting King NWO George T. Smith to give his final two, but due to a prior obligation, he unfortunately had to leave us uh, suddenly. So he will. Hey, JD. Yes. Do you want to know one of my greatest moments of this year so far? Yes, please. Fire away, Michelle. We're glad to hear it. Yes, by all means. Um, NXT new tag team title holders, DIY. Yes, that match against the Revival in Toronto. Yes, great match there. Almost as good as the Brooklyn match, if not better. I would agree there. No question. No question about it. And speaking... Yes, it was. It was a great match. I had a chance to watch that a couple weeks back, right after Thanksgiving. It was a great match. One, JD, let me go ahead and mention that since Michelle brought up NXT. Yeah. I actually do have a favorite NXT moment this year. All right. And I'm sure a lot of folks here would agree with me on this. Yeah. The return of Mickey James. That's a good one. Okay. Um, my NXT moment of the year, I'm gonna, we're all, we're all gonna ask, I was just going to ask everyone's favorite NXT moment of the year, and you guys already beat me to it, so that's good. Mine this year would have to be, I would say, when Samoa Joe and Nakamura fought the first time in Brooklyn when Nakamura won the title. That was my moment of the year in NXT. I thought those two put on a great match, even, and they even did better in Toronto. But I think Nakamura had some great matches this year, uh, Finn Balor being one of them. But the match he had with Joe in Brooklyn, I think, was one of my favorite moments of the year. John, what was your NXT moment of the year? Joe and Nakamura swapping titles together. Back and forth, good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah, that's some good ones there. I mean, you had some good matches, obviously, like we mentioned, obviously, in Brooklyn, Toronto, Japan, some good ones there. And I didn't get to see the one from Japan yet, but I will definitely watch it. But I did see the Toronto one and the one in Brooklyn. I would have to say that's very good. Uh, Fonte, I know you don't watch NXT, but we talk a good about a lot of the big names in NXT. What was your uh, interesting moment of the year in NXT? I have no question to ask on that one. That's all right. No problem. It's understandable. Uh, yeah. Before we go, though, uh, real quick, though, I know Michelle has had uh, some other obligations, but we want to ask her real quick, though, if next week, if she's up for it, maybe next week, while well, we're going to talk about next week real quickly, uh, since it is the end of the year, we're going to look ahead to the year upcoming. Michelle, I know it's been a while since you've been in the trivia contest and out of the loop, but would you uh, are still willing to challenge anyone for the trivia contest next week? And if so, who is your target, and what would you like to discuss if you are game? Oh, well, my target still is Fonzie for Seth Rollins' challenge. All right. Uh, so you want to do that next week? Does that sound good? 
That's fine by me. Bonte, are you good with that next week? Yes. Okay. So there you have it, folks. Next week, the day after Christmas, we're going to have a little fun on the show, shall we say, as we look ahead to the year upcoming. And we are going to finally JD? have... Yes. Uh, can I say something? Yes, you may. Okay. Michelle? Yes? <laughs> All right. I just want to say everything that's been going on around... Yeah. Um I wanna thank you for being a great friend. Like a sister to me. Okay. Um I know I've been a pain in the ass lately. But that's only the good part and Chad, thank you for letting me be with you guys almost a whole year and let's keep this going and I wanna guys thank you. For let me come on and like hang out with you guys and talk about wrestling, and I appreciate it. Uh, and I wish you guys a merry, merry, healthy Christmas. And yeah, uh, that's my that's my saying. And I want to thank you guys for everything. Uh, well, I can I can speak for you. I'll say you're welcome for me. And, John, personally, we're glad you came on. And, Chad, Michelle, go ahead. What are you going to say now? Uh, Michelle, oh, well, please. I was just going to say you're welcome. Not a problem. Yes. And, uh, and Fonzie, I, uh, I do, uh, like I said, um, you, you've, uh, of course, brought, a, brought in, of course, in addition to uh, D.D., John, and, and of course, uh, Gerard and myself, Michelle, uh, of course, <clears throat> I brought a little bit a little bit more of a twist into our to our Monday afternoons here and uh and I and I appreciate like I said any contribution that you have made of course with uh of course we during the year we've lost we've lost voices um pretty much not only here but on some of the other shows as well. And uh but uh but we still have a lot of the same same folks and that's great by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh but I'm glad that Fonzie you're one of those that have stuck around and uh, I've been through, like I said, a whole lot here through, through the thick and the thin. And I do uh, do extend, you know, my uh, appreciation. And also, Michelle, while I have you and Fonzie on, uh, J.D., I will go ahead and mention this here to you tomorrow. Of course, next Monday is the Monday after Christmas. Yes. Uh, here, is, here, is what I, here is what I like to propose. All right. If, Fire away. We're all ears. Fire away. Okay. This trivia contest y'all talking about doing, I know y'all were talking about doing a set subject. However, allow me to offer offer a a another suggestion. Still do the trivia contest, you know, the way we've been doing it. However, and JD and John and Gerard know all about this. Yes. But the website that I have found called FunTrivia.com has got a bunch of categories about wrestling. And they've got different ones, everything from uh, just general wrestling trivia to ones about wrestling stables, wrestling organizations, wrestlers in general, tag teams. Um, I, I can do some. I'll do some research, and I can look at look and see what uh, what uh, different categories there are. Um, uh, but a lot of it would be like older questions about older moments and and some newer moments in recent memory. Uh, my proposal here to you is 
if I could find one that might be kind of up y'all's alley, I would like to be the, unless J.D. had another thing in mind, if he does, that's fine. But I would like to no, no. As of now, I don't, and I think that's actually a good idea because John, you, and I, and Gerard have done that the last week, and it is actually pretty good, guys. I can vouch for, and John can too, because Gerard even came on last week a little bit and did some with me and Chad and uh, John. It is one of the better ones, and I would, I, I, I have no objection. And uh, Michelle, are you fine with that next week? But I mean, is it going to entail Seth Rollins? There may be some in there. I don't there know. There may be I mean, some. We'll, not, we'll look at it, though. We'll look at it, though. I'll we'll look, 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 look over them. Now, we'll look over it and see what we can do. And I can make a request, too, to Chad. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second, John. Let Chad finish first. Go ahead, Chad. That I will not know the answers to these questions, y'all, until the very end. There's going to be ten of them. Yes, okay. it's a little so different, guys, compared to our normal the, trivia. To the very end, it's just going to be a little bit different twist this time. It's That's really good, though. Thing. It's a good twist, though, in a way. So, though, so, guys, so these were good. These were done by different individuals. Yes. I still went back and looked at some of them were like a couple years old. But still, they're not They're not bad. Oh, they're not bad. Yeah, I've read it. It's actually pretty good. John and Gerard can vouch for me. Vouch yes, for me I can. These so are good questions. So my my question to you, Michelle, to you, Fozzie, is would you accept the trivia contest done in this manner, and would you allow me to moderate it next week? I'm fine with it. All right, Michelle, you're good. Fonzie, you go with it, too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, there it is. Is there a preference as to a category, if I can find it? Well, we'll let you know what the category is next week, folks. So there you have it, folks. Uh, Chad, as he mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW, Chad Inchel, before we get to your thing, John, uh, we will definitely have our trivia contest back and running for the first time in quite a while. But it's going to be a little bit of a twist next week after Christmas, so you might want to check us out beginning at 3 p.m. Also next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we will look ahead to the year upcoming. We will give you what we think might happen in the year forthcoming as we give you our top five future ideas for the upcoming holiday as well. And we'll also talk about Christmas, what we did for Christmas for our families and friends. Also, of course, we got a lot to discuss. John had one more thing to add real quick. John, what was that one thing? The one thing. Yes. If I could be the Michael Buffer to ring announced it, be the Michael Buffer yeah, that's fine. Yes. Oh, yeah, you got that title. You got it already. Yes, that's that's a definite. Chad's the moderator. You got the Michael Buffer role. Yep, that's fine. That's fine. We can do that. Yep, that's fine. No problem. We can do that. We can do that. That's fine. And hopefully... You can eat your heart out, Scott Steiner. And hopefully... Next week, we'll also have King NWO back on the line, Gerard T. Smith, uh, joining us for the moderating, uh, as well, also the trivia as well. On that note, folks, uh, before we go on this day, however, I do want to thank King NWO Gerard T. Smith, along with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the returning Black Widow, the First Lady of Wrestling, the true First Eve of Wrestling, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Fonzie the Heartbreak Kid, John the Human Suplex Machine Gross, you 
fans out there. Listen to us every Monday afternoon, one three eight seven four four pound one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. And of course one three eight seven four four pound and one. You can talk to us every Monday. We're gonna go now with our next to last raw ratings of the year, however, as we go into uh Christmas week, however, we saw what the ratings were last week, one point nine five. I already announced them a little uh, while ago. I called that right, didn't yes, I, JD? Yes, yes, you did. And uh so the question is now, as we go into tonight's show, what is it gonna be in Columbus, Ohio, if you will? We got an interesting Monday night game, Chad's boys uh, on John's boys. We're gonna get that uh mm-hmm. taken care of shortly. Lady, yes. Let me uh I have to run. So yeah. let me give you uh my raw rating. Okay, we'll go. Oh, so you have to go. Fight. All right, we'll get your raw rating yeah, real quick and yeah, yeah, I have to go. Uh, go ahead. Uh, my raw ranking will probably be two one tonight. Yes. Because the uh, yeah Washington and Carolina, something right. like great game. Yes. Um, it should be better. Yes. And my main event will probably be. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, the tag team titles rematch mm-hmm. from last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Day is going to get their rematch clause, mm-hmm. and they're going to fight uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. So okay. that's my main event. And okay. uh, thank you. Yes. And you guys have a wonderful Christmas. Yes. And uh, JD, I'll talk to you this week. And, yes. I'll be around. Uh, so have a nice Christmas, Chad, Michelle, and John. Yes. Uh, Gerard, yes. RT. Yes. So uh, be safe out there, guys. All right. And so thank you. All right. Talk to you later, Fonzie. Right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. And Michelle, unfortunately, had to go. Unfortunately, she had another obligation. Unless, uh, uh, and uh, apparently, uh, Michelle has gone. Fonzie is now gone as well, apparently. So we're now we're down to the final three, if you will. Michelle, unfortunately, probably had another obligation, understandable. But we do want to thank her for coming on. Uh, we will now next go to Carolina, the home of the Panthers, where John's uh, Redskins will be playing Chad's boys. And, and his team hopefully will be destroyed. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, 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 hey. Do I smell a bet coming here with you two? Because we could do it right now. Does anyone want to make a bet here in this match for the night? Oh, my gosh. What a football game. Are you freaking kidding me? Chad, you just... Chad is. Do we do we have a bet coming, John? Are you willing to make a bet here right now to get Chad on the air? What's this? Who are they playing? What it's Carolina, Washington, Washington. Uh. Well, yeah. Well, we don't do a whole lot of big bets anyway, especially on football. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, so, Don, he wants. To, he wants to bet me. Then fine. Okay. We'll 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 bet here. Okay. 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 John, name your name your terms here. Yes, John. Please do. I mean, we rarely do this, but go ahead. Whenever I come on one of your shows, probably next week, if, if maybe, I, you have to introduce me as the, as the Washington Redskin. Okay. As the Washington Redskin? That was, that was, that's your term? Yes. I've got to yeah. introduce you as a Washington Redskin? Washington Redskin fan. Yes. A Washington, oh, okay, uh, okay. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, 
Okay, well, if I, I, I mean, but if I too. lose, if I lose, uh-huh. I will. But if I lose, I will do the Carolina Panthers theme when you come on next week. Okay, that sounds fair. All right, there you go. I'll accept that. All right, all right, so there you go. I'll accept that, okay. Okay, well, first I'm going to do uh, – uh, you know, I've done it with wrestling matches, but I've never done it with a football game. All right. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, this has been your, our segment called Bet the Boss. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and we are, we already have – we already got uh, – Michelle's phone died. That's why she had to cut it out shortly. But she gave us her thoughts on Raw tonight, guys. It'll be a 1-9. Roman and uh, Seth will take on KO and Jericho. Hunter returns is her prediction tonight. So there you go. Oh, you said Triple H returns? Is that what she's saying? She's saying that Triple H could return tonight. Yes, it's a possibility. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, But getting back to what I was saying now, let's go to Chad with your uh, thoughts of the Raw rating and main event prediction, please. Well, Raw's going to be good tonight. Like I said, uh, (laughs) because it has not been always been the way we always said, of course, the the aftermath of the pay-per-view. Uh, especially even before the draft or after the draft, it has not really changed that often if you think about it. Uh, but uh, but this one right here, there was a lot of things that took place, and I'm sure that in three hours' time they're going to they're going to do they're going to actually do maybe two or three times more than they did as they did than they did last night at Roadblock. But I think here the radius is going to be. I'm going to shoot it up a little bit. I'm not going to do it too much. We're not going to really push it that far. I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to back it up a little bit, to be honest right. with you. Uh, I'm going to say a 2.25. Okay, because, nice. Because, I mean, because, I mean, because, like I said, like you said, J.D. was under two last week. And, yeah. And, and, and I think maybe what will give it the edge is that, you know, the – the impact that all the superstars felt as a result of the uh, pay-per-view results from last night. So, uh, but that's all I got. Really, that, so that, so that, that's why I'm keeping it at that for the time being to see what happens. But as for the main event, I am kind of tossed between between two different scenarios here mm-hmm. uh, uh, because to either one of the two, or you have you're going to have two big time. Uh, two big time uh, things happen. Mm-hmm. I think first off, I think Cesaro and Sheamus are going to defend the tag belts. Mm-hmm. The New Day is going to automatically re is going to automatically state uh, put up that clause, and they're going to re- ask for another opportunity for the tag team titles. That's one scenario. The mm-hmm. second one, the second one, uh, I think. That and, and you know what will be interesting though. This this is this be interesting. Maybe I'm not happy, but it'd be interesting to see mm. that since you know in the match with KO and Reigns, you know KO put the Universal Title on the line. Right, I right. think tonight, I think tonight they they face each other again. But I think it's the reverse in this in this situation. Roman puts the U.S. Title up against KO. I hear you. I hear you. No doubt about so, it. So, so it's one of the two different scenarios. They're either a tag team title rematch or KO and Roman this time for the U.S. instead of the Universal title. Very good. Very good prediction there, Chad. Okay, I'll go next, and then John will go to you last. 
Uh, I think it's going to go to a 205 this week, and I think your main event will be a tag match. I think it's going to be Roman and Seth versus KO and Jericho, especially after last night, what went down. I do think that, I mean, it'd be why, I'd be surprised if they started out, obviously, however, with the New Day affair, considering what went down last night, but I would not be surprised if they push it back to the 9 o'clock hour to go into hour two. So I'm going to say... Roman and Seth Howard close it out tonight. And like Michelle said, I would not be surprised in the very least that Hunter does return tonight. It's been three months since we've seen him on television. He's just coming back from the European tour last week, hyping up that UK tournament classic thing. It's going to be very exciting to watch on the network in a few weeks, obviously in January. So that's my prediction. John, what's your rating and main event prediction tonight in the nation, or not the nation's capital, uh, down there in Columbus, Ohio? What's your uh, prediction look like tonight? I'm thinking that we could see Cesaro and Sheamus defend their tag team titles against Rollins and Reigns. Okay. What is it? 2.3. Okay. Okay. Good rating. Okay. Well, on that note, folks, as we wrap it up here, we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Hopefully it's a very celebratory week for you all. Be very careful out there this week with the weather and everything. And as we take you out, before, as I said earlier, I do want to thank Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw. I want to thank Black Widow for returning to the line for the first time in weeks. It was good to have her on today, Michelle Lindos. We also want to thank the king himself, the man himself, Gerard T. Smith, as well as Fonzie, John Gross, and myself. We're going to take you out with John Lenz. Happy Christmas. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas week, everyone. Not yet. We will be back next week, however, and we got one more show before we wrap it up this year. So just when you think we're done for the year, we're not done yet, Howard. We'll be back next Monday, same time, same place. Have a great holiday, everyone. We'll talk to you on the flip side tomorrow night on Revolution with a recap of Roblox and Raw. And then, of course, next Monday, we will have our final Raw radio of 2016 before we start off 2017. So here's a little John Lennon for you taking you out into the Christmas holiday. Have a great Christmas, guys. We'll talk to you next Monday. John, take us out. Okay. Okay. Hold on, guys. Take your time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.